If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. What up, what up? We back. Realist Podcast ever. Episode 52. You ain't do this. Oh, yeah. See, I switched it up on you. Mm-hmm. You didn't expect that. This is because you're lazy. <laughs> Had a sleepy ass week, man. It's your boy C Diddy. I'm Matt. Matt well, actually, formerly known as C Diddy. I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't have Twitter anymore. It's a damn shame. Um, I would love to get rid of my Instagram too. We've been talking about this for weeks, but um, I have to keep my Instagram for work purposes. So I got to hold on to some sort of social media. Nobody suspected that I'm uh, off Twitter as of yet, but um, I am, bitches, and uh, I've set my. Alarm for uh, my calendar, rather for you know the twenty eighth day when I can come back, and I either will or won't come back. I don't know yet. It depends. But I hate everybody on Twitter. Everyone. I've I've come around. I see. <laughs> I'm I'm where you are. I literally hate everyone. And now everything. see, my Instagram is like your Twitter. Because I don't use it for work or anything. Right, right, right. It's more so like just interact with people. And when you get sick of people, it's like, holla at y'all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But my Twitter is real good, though, because I've minimized it down to where I only follow like 300 people. And yeah, a lot of them is just I, poker people. My original plan was to wait till the weather uh, <clears throat> broke and then... Um, and do like spring cleaning, but I just was like, I'll just remove me. Y'all can, y'all win. Y'all can have it. I'm gonna leave. It'd be hard. Stay here. I'll leave. It'd be hard <laughs> battling against some of the ideals and the opinions and the uh, of the, the beliefs of the of the lowest one percent. I wasn't even going. To <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go a little lower. Than that, but all right. Every every moron with an opinion is on Twitter. It seems, and they always seem to find my account. I told you, man. I watched a chick one day tweet, I can't believe Joe Pesci didn't win an Oscar for Goodfellas. And I said, he won the Oscar in 91. She oh, said, oh, good. Oh, oh thank goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> like, why are you tweeting information <laughs> wrong? Hey, this shit is crazy. This yo. information is harmful. Dealing with people definitely take you there, though. Like, poof, boy. Yeah, people wear me out, man. Yeah, that's how that should be feeling. You'd be like, I'm just flat out sick of y'all. Yeah. Like, I'm sick of the lies. I'm sick of everything. I know these are lies. <laughs> these, are, these are a thousand percent lies. I know this. Unapologetic, unadulterated lies. I know where you live. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Yeah. No, I, just, I had a... I had a R.I.P. to Chaz Twitter, man. Yeah, hey, man. It's, it's over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At least for the next 28 days, it is over. Fucking A.O. sent me something to, uh, tonight that was really, really funny from Twitter, and I wanted to go and look at it firsthand, and I was like, oh, shit, I don't have Twitter. Can't look at it. Oh, well. That's how I be feeling when y'all start talking about like, IG and shit. <laughs> I, <laughs> I be wanting to send you something on Instagram a few days ago. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Matt nah. doesn't have Instagram. Not around. Got to text this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody will text me something. And I'll be like, I want to see it. To see, but then I'll be like, I know it's going to, you know. What is it about a social network that even if somebody sends you something, they, they send you what it is they want you to see. You want to go to the site and see it firsthand. Which is, it's, like, what else is going on around this incident right here? Zuckerberg and them were ahead of the <laughs> ahead of the curve. They knew the social media it was going to take over. It's a drug. It's really like it's life. It, it's fucked up, but it, it's really that. It's like the uh, like they talk about in movies a lot of time, like the breaking the fourth wall. Social media is like the fourth wall, mm-hmm. and people are literally like 
they're whoever they want to be. They're they say whatever they want to say. It is it's like a whole another world, and it's just like we know you. Yeah, I can find you. Yeah, getting out into the world, it's like you know to be like put the phone down and go out and meet people. That shit don't be working either. It's like <laughs> you, you go out it, there, it's worse. And they yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, the same asshole. Yeah, I'm going home to log in. <laughs> Nothing y'all do. It's the same fucking asshole. No, no people are not, yo. Um, I chopped a poker tournament the other day. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't even going to play. I it was just impromptu. I was. I wanted to play cash, but wound up playing a tournament. Wound up in the top three. We chopped the, the, all the prize money, so it was dope. I actually had to like get at a bitch while I was in the casino, though. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Like people just being annoying and shit. So we on break. You know, the tournaments have breaks or whatever. We on break. Me and my man Z. Shout out Z. For for the purposes of the story, Z is black. He's African American. Okay. Matt so, also is African American. I also am. am for our <laughs> listeners in the Netherlands, for, Matt. I also am African American. <laughs> Me and Z are standing. We, we went out on a deck, but then we came back in. And uh, have you ever been in Harris? Mm-hmm. So you know where like they do the uh, like all the shows and the MMA. Yeah. You know you got to walk past the poker room. So you know where like the Shake Shack and all that shit, yeah. all the restaurants mm-hmm. and shit is. We come back in from the the the, the uh, like the uh, where the horses race and all that shit. We come in and we just stand there talking. We just having a black man conversation. We talking about like sports and every, you know, just shit. We not even talking about poker. We just talking about shit. White chick walks past with the biggest ass you've just ever seen. White chick. She worked there. She had on like a Harris uniform or whatever. And we both like looked at her, walked past. We ain't say nothing to the nothing. She just walked past. We both men. We both look. Black chick walking past us going the other way was like under her breath. Y'all sorry. Right, so when she say that, I'm I'm like, excuse me, because I'm thinking like what? I'm like, excuse me. She like you heard what I said? Y'all sorry, staring at that white woman. Well, let me let me guess, because he he black as I am. You know what I'm saying? She like, oh y'all y'all both dark skin. So let me guess, y'all got some type of uh, what's the word? Stigma. A stigma. Yo y'all 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 go out here and and, and uh you know get all all excited over these white women. Well, let me let me guess. You, you your mothers ain't love you or something. She started going off. Like, ma'am, I just want to eat my nachos. So so I was like, get the fuck out of my face, bitch. <laughs> my, 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 my man Z started dying. He, I mean, he burst out laughing. He like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with people? I'm like, dog, like motherfuckers really like they'll see you and make the wildest assumption. I'm I'm like. She started going on about our mothers and this and that. I'm like, you was about to read you uh, W E B Du Bois memoirs. I'm, I'm like, you got all of that from us. I ain't, we ain't catcalled. No, I'm talking about we just both looked at right. her the way you would any. This she her be, ass is big. My eyes work. Here we are. She could be Palestinian, right. Ethiopian, whatever. Know, whatever. It's like what the fuck. The ass is big and my eyes are functional today. And I and I, I, I that's exactly. I was like, get me, get the fuck out of my face, bitch. And my <laughs> man started dying, and he was like, yo, I never see you react like that. And I'm like, I'm sick of people. That's really where I'm at with just yeah. everybody. And. He he! I'm talking about the whole rest of the day. He even texted me today, like you cracking up about it, and I'm just like, I, he he was like, yo, I've never seen you like react like just off the bat like that, and I'm like, I think I'm too nice. Do you think I'm too nice? No, I know people that are too nice. You're very nice though, and me and and Talib had this conversation yesterday. Every now and again, you got to make an example out of people because. 
you may just be like, ah, oh, that's not worth my energy or I'm going to let that slide, blah, blah, blah. It's not a big deal for the greater good of not protecting them, but protecting you from doing something to them. Yeah. You see the bigger picture You got other shit going on uh, I got a girl I got a dog that I love I'm trying to do shit Bingo. I'm not going to smash your fucking head in, Even though I have every right to Right. But every now and again You got to smack the shit out of somebody Or at the very least Bitch get the fuck out of here Shut the fuck up I mean she was just really going Like it, like, it was so random and yeah, so she weird She thinks that behavior is okay like you don't know me from nothing. Like, what gives you the right to say anything to me without? She, it, she, without yeah, see, that's what black men do. Black men get a little successful, feel like they above black women. Now they want white girls and this thing. I'm just like, I have a black girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You're doing a lot right now. <laughs> it was so weird. It, it, it was a mess. But that, that that was it was funny as shit. And I was thinking about that shit all week. I'm like, I really got to start just snapping on people. Like for any and everything. Like real talk. I just got to start just. No, I mean, every, you know, every few months, man, like I, I just curse motherfuckers out randomly. Deserved or undeserved. You can always apologize. Mm. But every now and again, I just curse a motherfucker out. My graphic designer, I curse him out all the time. Berate him. Then we be friends again. Yeah. But he earns that shit, so. I had a meltdown, a mini meltdown on Twitter the other day. <laughs> yes, you did. I, that was the day I, I called. Yeah, I, I, like, yeah. Everything all right? <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, listen. I, I my bus broke down at 30th Street. So uh why well, I didn't break down I uh quarter flat. I ran over a nail or whatever. So I'm sitting at 30th Market, whatever. I go in the terminal, get something to eat, whatever. I come out and I, I'm like, I need to see what's going on on the social media. I get on like the first eight or nine tweets, I see you just going the fuck off. Yeah. So I'm like, let me, I'm like, yo, you all right? I seen the voice memo come through. <laughs> like he's not. It was all right. like three minutes. I'm like, nah, this, <laughs> he's not all right. Nah, what it really comes down to is, man, people be on social media with agendas. And I mean, people be in the world like the chick the other day. Like yeah. people be, they be in the they world. They be waiting in the hey, hey, waiting in the woods. Like, all right, as soon as such and such, I'm I'm. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Helping you go in the Wendy's and, and get a Baconator Here comes somebody like Oh oh you don't fuck with the fish sandwich You're like what the fuck are you yeah, like? Let me like what the fuck I like it, It's weird So the other day it was a tweet And it was like a bit And um, it was like niggas that watch you grow up I was get, actually going to save that for the social media But we can get it to it yeah, right now like, Niggas that watch you grow up and then fuck you And I'm just sitting here like Yeah they will and it, me and my girl actually <laughs> spoke on because we she saw she saw yeah. it and we started talking about it. Like, uh, yeah, it happens. You know what I'm saying? It's just like so. It's like all right, scenario. Say if I'm if if I'm say if now if I'm 25, a girl is 20 years old. 
when I was that means when I was fifteen, she was ten or whatever. If I haven't seen her in eight years or some shit like that, and then I see her, and now I'm twenty five and she's twenty, is it wrong if I talk to her? No. So it's like y'all be having such perverse fucking minds that y'all be trying to make the exception to shit the rule and try to make it seem like every scenario where a guy deals with a younger woman is like some like rapey shit or some like perverted shit this is why we talking about it I'm six years older than Lee yeah so I'm 33 she's 27 yeah it's that whatever that's that's a relationship yeah somebody was like I forgot who it was that said it. it was at my job they was like, damn, when you was 18, she was 12. I'm like, first off, I'm calling the cops. You have serious <laughs> right. issues. You're strange as fuck. <laughs> Secondly, I didn't fucking know her when she was 12. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like, if you're, you know, your dad is 60 and your mom is 51, it's like, yeah. Your dad didn't bag her when she was four. Right. Exactly. And he was fucking 13. There's a saying that goes, it's not about how you start, it's how you finish. You mean? So with with that being said, it's like, all right, so the, the topic was brought up or whatever and people saying what they're saying and I'm just like, this is not, this to, I'm, to me it's not a thing because like I'm not a predator. Like I'm not, so it's not a thing. So then they start throwing names out there and they, they threw my man name out there. So then that was their cover for them asking like outlandish questions to other men me being one of them and i just hit the fucking lid like you don't ask me no shit like that like fuck you mean like no like no and no i got sisters i got other women that i care about like i was i i lead with respect for all humans period like don't ask me no shit like that well if you not such and such why are you bothered i said all right let's take i said let's take that part out of it and let's put another scenario if somebody accuses you of stealing their fucking laptop and you know you didn't steal it, and they keep accusing you of it, and you keep saying I didn't do it, and you were asking prove- you slick shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To try- yeah. yeah. You seen any? Uh, what you think about the new MacBooks? You know what I'm saying like, like keep asking you shit, and you like, yeah, what the fuck are you getting at? Like you gonna be offended, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right, then it ain't no different. Don't ask me no shit that don't pertain to me. And I said, and furthermore, the nigga that y'all speaking of, he ain't waiting. So it ain't no wait until you grow up. As soon as you turn 15, 16, he running down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And when you turn 18, he taking you on your first trip. <laughs> you know what I'm so he's not oh, waiting. So you man. can't. So that's an ex- but so well, I say that to say that's an extreme circumstance. Right. People try to make extreme, normalize extreme circumstances and try to use that to cast aspergers on all people or like groups of people and make it seem like oh well this was wrong with y'all black men and same shit the chick did with you about the white chick. she had obviously had a bad break with somebody that d- left her for a white chick or she lost all her money chasing a flush yeah <laughs> we, we <laughs> were in the poker room so that, so don't let your experience be mine or try to make your experience be mine it, it doesn't relate yeah. so it's like and then when you keep trying to push the button or slick try to you know ask goofy questions in a way to like try to trip a motherfucker up it's like nah we're not gonna do that i'm gonna shut this down right now respectfully fuck out of here 
and have a horrible day. And that's where I was at with the chick. I'm just, I had nothing else but get the fuck out of my face. Like, cause it's no point in me even trying to justify this with you because you already got me starring in Jungle Fever too. That person started from a point where y'all can't get no common ground because we already started so far off. Where do we go from here, sis? Like, we just don't need to talk. We don't have, we don't have no commonality. We don't need to talk. You can't achieve shit in life without like-minded people. You think crazy as fuck. I think like a same motherfucker. I don't want to talk to crazy motherfuckers because you want to disturb my energy. Yeah. Real talk. And then when I throw this fucking 64 liter Coke on you, then you're going to call the police. Yeah. Yeah. Some Jones, I, it's, it's just not worth the shit. Like it really is. It's just like, we can't have a, a sensible. That's remember Love was saying that shit. Like it's hard to yeah. have a, a sensible conversation where you come from this perspective, I come from this perspective. Let's get some common ground. We don't yeah. gotta agree, but let's just get some common ground on why we both feel like. Yeah. This. And it's like you can move like that. Cool. You know, having all the debates in the world is cool. But when you can't, it's like why even waste this energy? And what I found in another that so that led in part to me, you know, deactivating my Twitter. And then another thing is the wet manner in which people speak so matter of factly about shit that they really have no real perspective on or no fucking information about is astonishing. Joe Pesci didn't win the Oscar. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> astonishing. Like you're so confident about what you don't know, and it's just like I'm tired of talking to these people. Yeah, like. Trust me, I feel you, though. So I'm so I say that to say I'm out Twitter. See you later or not? You know what I'm saying? Like I might just make a whole new page and like craft my fucking experience from scratch. Like that page is like fucking spam. Like that shit is like a magnet for like fuck shit. I give up. I caramba. That's good. But what's crazy is the same way you feel about your Twitter is how <laughs> I feel about my IG. Like everyone, you know, makes their pilgrimage to my page, and it's like. Like you don't even follow me. Like y'all like y'all don't even follow me. Why are you here? Just just saying and How doing did you get here? Goofy shit <laughs> in the men, in the comments and it just be like I'm good. Yo, your comments is like third like a third degree away from like Meek Mill comments. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Meek Mill comments, World Star comments, Matt comments. Yeah, like, real shit. Meek no no one can catch Meek comments. His, what's crazy is Quavo's mentions today have looked pretty crazy. <laughs> His mentions have looked pretty fucking nuts. Um, but yeah, nah, I don't think anybody can catch me. Me comments are it's out of the front. Motherfuckers selling shit. This death threats. This contract killings. And his fucking, <laughs> you ain't lying. <laughs> like in his, in his comments, I'm like, yo. Like, yo. Real the, shit. Dissertations, like all type of shit. Like it's crazy. So other than the deleting Twitter, how was the rest of the week? Um, t- there was a real like lazy week. This week, I'm re- literally like living for the weekend. We just now had our marketing meeting today or whatever for the club. Normally, we do it like Tuesday, like Monday or Tuesday. So everything got pushed back uh, due to like a little medical situation somebody uh, close to uh, you know all of us had or whatever. So it's like our marketing meeting got pushed back, but we like solidified now through. Uh, through Memorial Day So I was just chilling Like Hard as shit I was in the house 23 24 hours in a day I was in the house 22 and a half Every day this week It's a good place to be huh? Yeah I went out uh, The other night My uh, homie Shout out Chris Cause he listens to the show He a uh, poker dealer At Harris Well he left It was his last day So he had like uh, Basically he set up His own like Tables in the casino Or whatever Yeah And had a bunch of people Come through And uh it was a fun time. Have you hung out with white people? Oh, you, absolutely. Yo, they they are off the chain, yo. Like they they are. And they always got a tab open. Yo, like they, <laughs> put it on my tab. 
Because he was inviting like dealers he knew and <laughs> people he knew from poker and shit. This old white lady was trying to like slay me the other night. You, know, you should have seen the shit. Like she was on my top on some just insane shit. Like we we started out at a casino. We was playing poker, whatever, whatever. And then they took me to a, a I can't even remember. It's a pub. I can't think. It's like the whitest bar on the absolute planet. It's like it, <laughs> this shit was insane. But we get in there and I'm like, man, like I'm texting Rob like, yo, I'm in the wildest little white layer right. in the fucking city. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. So they was like, yeah, let's let's do some shots for Chris. And they I'm like, what y'all drinking? They was like Fireball. I'm like, I got to get the fuck yo, out no, of here. Like, yo, no, you, you were with white people because you was drinking Fireball. Then the old white lady, she like 50 and she like you get wild when you get drunk I'm like no <laughs> like, like leave me alone so I, <laughs> this little white lady was crazy but I know she loaded cause she had like diamond rings yeah, and she yeah, was, yeah. kept buying shit and everything so do you get wild when you get yeah, drunk she, so she was like so they was like yeah let's do another shot or whatever I'm like I'm not drinking fucking fireball or whatever she was like you wanna do a shot with me I'm like hell no so she was like, she had me drinking. You ever had a Washington apple? Yeah, they're great. It's good as shit. They're fucking great. <laughs> I was actually shocked at how good it is. But yeah, we started drinking them. Then the next thing I know, I was in a dark game. And this is how you know you in a white bar, pub, lounge. Because... You ain't never gonna walk into a dart game in vanity. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like ever. Like it is intense. <laughs> like you're never gonna see this. <laughs> and I'm in there playing darts, so, so whatever, whatever. They they start to get on. This is just how you know you had a, a white only establishment. One of the dealers, we call him getting to the Greek, because he sounds just what's the Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? And a breakfast cutoff. Ba da ba ba ba. Bull who was in Get Him to the Greek. Russell something. Russell Brand. Russell, Russell Brand. He sound just like him. So he was with us, but then he wasn't with us. So I'm like, yo, where the fuck get him to the Greek go? They like, oh, he's on the side playing horseshoes. I'm like, y'all got horseshoes? <laughs> like that shit was crazy. But yeah, it was it was a, it was a fun little time, man. The other night, like hanging out with them. Yeah, they they. They get crazy, man. This shit is wild. You call a white British guy after a movie because he has a British accent. I mean, that's just what we... Because he always <laughs> deals in it. He a dealer in it. Cause so whenever we see him, we would always call him Getting to the Greek. So now that's just like become his name. That's what everybody calls him. Getting to the Where's Greek. Where's Get him to the Greek at? He sounds just the fuck like... I don't, he's from wherever he's from. I don't know if it's Britain or Scott. Wales or some shit. Who knows? Iceland, one of them. But <laughs> he sounds just the fuck like him. Greenland. But uh, yeah, shout out Chris, man. I went out for his uh, last night deal in the other night. That was pretty fucking fun. <laughs> but uh, other than that, man, like I said, I won the, uh, well, I chopped the tournament the other day. I worked this week. I'm off all weekend. I'm off Saturday, Sunday, Monday, shit. Tuesday. Yeah, it's lit. Taking a dog. Making some craft shells and cheese. We're taking a dog to the dog park. <laughs> <laughs> it's lit. Super washed. We're, we're taking the dog. It's a uh, it's a big dog park in Middleton. Okay. Middle Middleton. Middletown, Delaware. And it's like two big dog parks in one. Gotcha. We went before. But it's like the greatest dog park on the planet. So gotcha. you know, super, 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 super washed. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be back playing Sunday, but uh, well, well, I gotta I gotta work this weekend. We got Chief Keith tomorrow. We got Little Dirk Saturday. We don't Philly Chirac weekend. Uh, hopefully, nobody gets accosted or uh, or assaulted this weekend. <laughs> I know Chief Keith is bringing all the vermin out tomorrow. Oh yeah, all of them. All the niggas with no debit cards. Chief Keith songs are so bad that they become good. 
Like if that makes any sense. Finito is the worst mixed song or lack of mixed. Finito song is ever. the I'm a gorilla in the fucking zoo. That junk, yeah, yeah it, like it's not mixed. It doesn't it doesn't even rhyme <laughs> half of it. <laughs> but it's a great fucking it's song. Amazing. It's amazing fucking song, and it's like like them them kids like him, Bobby Schmurder, even Takashi. Yeah, they just have a certain energy that they come on a song with where. It ain't even really what they say. It's just the manner in which they carry themselves they mean, on a you, they song. They sound like they mean that shit. Like when when when, when Bobby Schwerter said, uh, I'm jumping over cars when I shoot. They think that I'm Tom Cruise, but bitch, I'm Bobby with the tool. It's like, it, it's really a corny line. <laughs> but you like, that shit hot. Like, I believe him. I believe him. <laughs> the nigga slid across the car in the video. <laughs> it's like, you gotta believe it. Like, yeah, them songs like the computers and they just have an energy. Bitch. Y'all remember when Bobby Bitch, the, the snippet came out, AO Techstar group chat, he was like, somebody's gonna die when this record comes on in the club. Like, yo, like some, them records just have a certain energy yeah. that they carry that a lot of these other dudes just, you can't match. Like, it's, it's almost impossible to match it. When I first heard Finito, I'm like, this isn't finished. I was like, what is this? Next thing I know, it's like one of the biggest <laughs> joints throughout the fucking hood ever. It's just that shit crazy. is like the hood bar anthem. Yeah, pretty much. You know they played Finito at at Camaro Rob's Candlelight Vigil. I can't make this up. That's when I knew it was time to go home. They tell what? me, they tell me, y'all bullshitting, y'all y'all sing this whenever it come on and uncut. I said we not at uncut. You know what's funny? I went to the uh, scumbag bar that all the niggas in my job go to. Uh, <laughs> um, not Lou and Choose. Um, the Tender Touch. Oh, you went to do it to no, the tender? Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in the tender a time or two. Shout out old head D Mac. You ever hit the jukebox in the old head bar? Yeah. I, I got on the, the, the jukebox. So naturally, me being me, you know, it's old niggas with velour everywhere. I played computers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I got on computers. Niggas was I'm talking about yo, niggas was straight mad. Like, come on, man, why you put that old rowdy ass shit on? We don't want to hear that. So then the the one nigga, I don't know who they was, but he was like, yo, man, give me give me two dollars, man, get on the jukebox. He's like, no, because every time you get up there, you be playing some bullshit. He's like, man, give me two dollars. He gave him money, whatever. Old head was talking to the chick, like leaning over, talking to the chick. Other old head he gave the money to went up to the bar. I cannot make this up. He put the money in the jukebox. He pressing shit, whatever, whatever. Out of nowhere, Ice Cube, we be clubbing came on. Listen, when I tell you, you know how that shit, that shit came on. The old head was talking to the chick. He was like, man. I, I got to get out of here. <laughs> we be clubbing. <laughs> we be clubbing over computers. I'm like, I got to get out of here. What was Ice Cube alter ego at, during that era? It was Don Mega. Don Mega. The yeah. Don Mega. Jesus. Fucking we be clubbing, dog. <laughs> that shit came on. I started dying. I said, I hate you old niggas, man. Yo, man. No, you always playing some bullshit cuts on we be clubbing. Yeah. No, that's that shit right there. That's, that's it right there. <laughs> like, so you tell it. So so computers is a no-go. Yeah. But we be clubbing. That's they shit. That's They're the like, same BPM. Them old niggas, man. It's the same identical yo, BPM. Old niggas, when it comes to music, like, this is why I think our era is the best. Like, our generation. Yeah. We appreciate old music and we like the new like, shit. The new shit. That's why I don't understand Carl sometimes. Like he's the same age as us. Well, Carl's 
54. Carl's been here before. Carl's an old soul. I give you that. Yeah, yeah. Carl's been here before. So Carl is a very simple. He has a very simple aesthetic. Period. My man like, Jared is like that. Like he he. I be trying to put him on to like Uzi and Mega. He just was not. He like no nah, dog. Like what they saying? What they talking about? Like these niggas ain't giving you no pain, no motherfucking like no 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 struggle. I'm like. Yeah, because we ain't on that shit no right. more. Like, this shit is not what music is about no more. Like, you still looking for, like, ghost face. Uh, One hair, mom's crying. Yeah. Benny Siegel. Right. hair, mom saying. Like, nah, like, nah we, don't hear that we ain't shit. hitting that no more. Uzi came to uh, Vanity last week, randomly. Oh, yeah? He had 20 niggas with him that will shoot you in the face, too. So, for those of you out there that think it's a game with Lil Uzi, you is not running up on Lil Uzi. You will lose your life. Yeah. It's not a game. And he had regular clothes up. Okay. Yeah. I think Uzi had one of the best uh, videos of last year. The joint where the boy was playing a song in the car. You ever seen that joint? <laughs> he was walking in. Yeah, he walking out the street and he started hitting the shoulder. <laughs> shoulder roll. He is who he is. Yeah, man. Man. But uh, let's get into this week. We've talked enough BS. Um, Kicking it off, I, I, I changed the order real quick. Uh, TTK, Tristan Thompson Kardashian um, caught up in a little bit of a scandal. First and foremost, I want to say that black American men don't cheat. He's from Canada. He doesn't count. He's from Canada. He's yeah. very Canadian. He's yeah. from Toronto or something like that. Um, and he got busted flat out. And it was like his side, side chick exposed him. Yeah. I, or does he even know this girl? That's why I was like, or she like the. Then it was like the girl was using fake pics, <laughs> and I'm just like, see, this is this is some Scooby Doo shit. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck. Yo, Tristan I tried Thompson. so hard the other day when you said that. I'm shit. like, yo, I, I don't know what the fuck Tristan Thompson is like. It, the, Tristan Thompson to me, this ain't even me hating. He is 100 percent 2018. Like he's exactly what two thousand in the flesh. In the flesh, like so much potential, so much God given ability, and just if you saw him in two thousand fifteen, it looked like he was going to become one of the better forwards in basketball. Well, I mean, he understands the blueprint, and then you saw him. You saw him. I'm not even mean to cut you. You yeah. saw him in two thousand and sixteen, and he was a big, big factor in their comeback yes. to win the championship. Specifically, Game Six when LeBron literally was bounce passing alley ooping to him to death in that fucking game, like it was just crazy. And then he wins the championship. Now you're a champion, and then you, your chick is pregnant. You get out of there. Next thing you know, you pop up with Khloe Kardashian. Already, <laughs> you know the whole black universe is looking like bigger. Please, come on, dog. <laughs> like you're making this shit hard for us. You like, know what I mean? Like you do know that she sent one nigga to the crack pipe and had her other nigga waiting in the car while he was on his deathbed. Like you do know that is a thing, right? Just that that whole family is just like Courtney is the only one that seemed like she got some sense. I mean. Yeah, somewhat, and, I guess. And she has a kid by her baby father every two years. Yeah. She was with uh, Scott. This is, yeah. yeah. They're broken up. They've been broken up for 10 years. She has three kids. Yeah. Maths. Quick maths. Quick maths. <laughs> like, how? 
I just really want to have another kid. Let's just go ahead. Go ahead. It's like Call Tristan Scott. Thompson. Literally, like the chick he had was real nice. Yeah. The 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 first BM. Yeah. She she was real nice. All right, boom. You leave her for Chloe. All right. And whatever. he got Chloe's name tatted on his back. Big as shit. Did he? Yeah. Oh yeah, he did. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not sweep that under the rug. Yeah. So you knock her up. All right. Now you got, you know. OJ's grandson <laughs> You know what I'm saying Like in there Now you got OJ problems Now, now, now you got OJ issues And now you 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 dip out on her you, This nigga If you went on a road trip And you didn't stop For a Big Mac Or drop a crispy fry Between the car seats Or use your McDonald's bag As a placemat Then that wasn't a road trip It was just A really long drive At participating McDonald's Cause literally cheating With the whole Instagram Yeah and it's like The nigga was on a date With three chicks Like how you on a date With three bitches <laughs> Yo I saw the nigga I said He swear he me Like the nigga <laughs> literally Like He had three chicks And To make it even more uh, He swear he me moment He like with chicks Like that I can hit Like Like Like, like Bottom of the barrel, like yeah. not bottom of the not ninth, bo- bitches, not, not but like yeah, I was about to say, bottom of like the seventh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he with the seventh inning the stretch. Seventh inning stretch yeah. He's with them caliber of chicks, and I'm like, yo, like he's really bugging. Like he was on a date in a hookah bar, nigga. You seven in a hookah bar. You're seven feet tall. You can't go to no hookah bar. Oh. <laughs> It's a nigga at my job. He a, he a uh, supervisor. He's six six and like red bone light skin. Like he like super bright. And he I seen him one day. He had on like a black leather outfit. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he was like, I'm going undercover up Frankfurt. They having some fare issues with people not paying a fare on the bus. So I'm going undercover. You know to figure it all in out. In this, I'm like, first off, in the shaft outfit. <laughs> never mind that. You're six six and light skin. You can't go undercover in Philly. <laughs> You got to go to Beverly Hills or something. <laughs> right. like, you, you can't do that here. Like, yeah, Tristan Thompson's seven feet tall in a hookah. In a hookah bar with three chicks playing grab ass and sucking titties in the hookah bar. When me and when uh when me and Spank went in the fucking Fridays, they thought Spank was like an old sixer. <laughs> Spank is six four. I'm like, yeah, dog, were you that tall around normal people? So, uh, this is an active NBA player. You... Are in a relationship with one of the twelve most famous women in the world, yeah. the most famous family ever. Yeah, you on a date with three bitches. You on a championship. <laughs> you run with LeBron. You on, you on a date with like three you. You not a nugget. <laughs> you run with Bron. Can't do this. And he was like in D.C. or some shit. Yeah, yeah, D.C. Yeah. You in Chocolate City with three Spanish bitches kissing. <laughs> I wonder if anybody noticed me. Everybody noticed you, nigga. I saw one article said that he he said that when the, the him and the chick was walking in the hotel at three in the morning, said they was talking about um, life and and health and shit like that. Like he was meeting with her to talk about like you know progressing life and all this bullshit. You gonna say that's my publicist? Yeah. Pull a uh, what's the boy? She my wellness coach. Pull a um uh what's the light skin nigga? Mang, come on, man. What's his name? Oh, Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. Yeah, the publicist. Oh, what's going on, man? <laughs> I ever tell you about we got into it with him at the Sixers game? What? You, no, man. <laughs> yeah. Look, so uh, I got into it with Terrence Howard, man. It was funny that uh, Ao. Uh, we, well, I'll tell you about that. Later. <laughs> but we, anyway, we we had we had front row seats at the uh, Sixer game, yeah. right? This was the, this is the game when Kobe was passing Shaq for fifth all time okay. score. So. It Meek, Deshaun Jackson, um, 
What's the what's the nigga to wear all the colorful suits? Old sixer nigga. Uh big motherfucker. Uh World Be Free. Charlie Mack. They all sitting like on our row or whatever. Yeah. So the two seats behind us was open. So they had been open for like the whole first quarter. Okay. You know what I mean? Every time Kobe get the rock, we standing up. You know, we Kobe fans. We want to see Kobe. Mind you, he need twenty three points to pass Shaq, and you know Kobe was. Going, you know he's getting. He's going. He's gunning for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so every time Kobe get the ball, we standing up. So out of nowhere, I see light skinned dude with an apple. Not the nigga had on like a blouse with like a satin scarf and an applejack hat coming down the aisle. I'm like. That's got to be Terrence Howard, right? So, <laughs> sure enough. So Ross was like, that ain't no fucking Terrence Howard. I'm like, what other light-skinned nigga wear, is wearing an Applejack hat in 2010? I'm like, that's fucking uh, Terrence Howard. No, it was like 2012. Long story short, it's Terrence Howard. He sit right behind us. Him and the Asian chick that he always said was his publicist. Yeah. I know, that's how I know Jamie Foxx wasn't bullshitting because Jamie Foxx, when he's talking about running into him in Atlanta, was like, he was with his... Publicist, like you know, so he went her. They sit behind us. We stand up every time Kobe get the rock. <clears throat> Out of nowhere, the usher comes in front of us. Mind you, we in the we in the row A. He's sitting right behind yeah. us. She come up like, listen, you guys, uh, you got Terrence Howard sitting behind you, and uh, he's trying to watch the game. So you know, cause you got mind, you know, trying to stay in your seats. So instantly. <laughs> like you're sitting right behind us We both turn around and just look at him So he's like what's going on You know Ross like The fuck would you go get the usher And not just You know what I'm saying Right just tap us He like look man I ain't really trying to have no You know No going back and forth I just I'm trying to watch the game Ross like Well nigga we enjoying the game too I tell you what Give me the fucking money for this seat And I'll come back there No you. he <laughs> said give me the money for this seat And a role in the next movie And I'll switch seats with you And you can come sit here And I'll sit there He like hey look man I ain't trying to go back and forth with y'all about this. this shit just went back and forth These two niggas arguing for the next 30 minutes So when Kobe actually got the jaw To pass Shaq Like yeah. the, the, he had 23 He hit the shot to go to 25 or whatever Everybody starts standing up You know clapping or whatever So I turned around Terrence sitting there with the phone, He's like <laughs> he on this show For <laughs> the Parkinson's vibe <laughs> No it was the funniest shit ever But yeah we definitely ran into it with Terrence Howard at the fucking I saw him at fucking Cracker Barrel one morning Like with his whole family Yeah And the Asian chick <laughs> yeah, the Asian chick though she don't be far so He, he had his whole around. family What Cracker Barrel? Uh, Plymouth Meeting Okay He live in uh, Lafayette Hill he, Yeah he from like I mean he uh, he be in the area and shit Yeah yeah, like a fucking Sunday afternoon. He was dressed like uh, the mayor of motherfucking uh, 64 <laughs> Detroit. Jamie Foxx said, you know, because uh, Terrence Howard was in Ray. Yeah. And um, Jamie Foxx was like, yeah, man, we, you know, we, Terrence Howard was on the, the set of Ray or whatever. Come out of character. <laughs> he, no, he was saying, he's like, you know, whatever. We, we shoot in the movie. We get done rapping. Niggas was like, yo, we going to the game that night. You know what I'm saying? Because they had tickets to the game. So he's like, we in the club suite, whatever. He's like, we in there chilling, you know, everybody, whatever, whatever. He's like, I look up. The nigga Terrence Howard comes into the club box. This nigga got on clothes from the movies. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, the nigga dressed like the 60s. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm telling you, that nigga came to the 60s game, dog. He had on this wild ass shirt, a scarf, and an Applejack hat. I'm like, yo, this nigga, man. He's a funny boy.
But what were we talking about? We got so uh, oh Tristan Thompson, Tristan yeah, Thompson. trying to not be noticed and shit. Like my thing is this: you're fucking with a chick who's ready to put the whole thing on Instagram. Yeah, even if she's like, even if she's like the seventh player on your roster. You still put everybody at danger because she had text messages. She had re- the bitch had receipts, yeah. and not to call her a bitch, but I don't know her by personally by name, Miss Stephanie. But uh, they got her Instagram page up out of there. But oh, yeah? she had yeah her shit going. Uh, she had she had fucking uh, videos. She had a sex tape allegedly of him bombing somebody from the back. That's crazy. <laughs> she had filthy text messages that I was sending some hot. <laughs> and uh, and just like she was doing the most wild tagging of photos I ever seen in my life. She was tagging Khloe Kardashian into every picture. That's crazy. Like, oh yeah, I seen the tag. <laughs> she tagged uh, Wendy Williams and Jay and uh, Yo Gotti. One she of tagged the little baby and somebody yeah. else in the picture. I'm like, what the fuck did little baby got to do with this? <laughs> I'm like, what do Yo Gotti got to do with this shit? <laughs> Like she was bringing everybody down. Then at the end, right before they deleted her page, she uh, threw Iman under the bus. Like, yeah, that's my other thing right here. <laughs> I miss you, Daddy. That's crazy. Like, so what the fuck is going on? Niggas, niggas, I, niggas operate almost like with impunity, and it's like, you know, even for like regular, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you 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 gotta like move with some type of caution, some type of decency, like because when it all come out, you just like a complete scumbag. It's just like. You got me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I ain't, ain't gonna lie. Ain't we gonna took lie. out. <laughs> shit is bad. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. We took a L. Like, that shit uh, real. It's like, yo, like, I'm sitting back the other day. I'm like, this nigga's supposed to be, like, on a team that's, fo- like, they're supposed to be focused on a championship. Yeah. I tweeted last night. I'm like, caught up in bullshit. He uh, he had two points and three rebounds. I'm like, so it's nice to see this bullshit hasn't affected his game. <laughs> right, he's, like he's still, still playing the exact same way. Well, you know, he got he got rich and stopped trying. Uh, like the big men of past, Brendan Haywood and others. Uh, you know, you wait for that big payday and then do absolutely nothing afterwards. It's crazy to think now he got like another baby that just. She had the baby today, right? Yeah, she. Hey. Chloe had the baby today. He was present, apparently. All's forgiven. He was. Uh, this video apparently is from October. They're saying. Did you see this, Joe? Oh, yo, the fucking Skeletor, <laughs> Joe. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, man, Tristan. That's a that's a bad look, man. Like you, you. I don't, I don't think the Cavs make it. <laughs> I don't. I honestly, I, I just. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is what they LeBron, got too much turmoil. This man. is what LeBron got to deal with. Silly shit like this. Yeah. Like, we ain't focused on the championship right now. You got your Kardashian woes going the fuck on. Like, LeBron literally somehow, someway never had a scandal in 15 years. They did say a chick tried to bust in his wedding, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That was, a uh, like, a famous story. They was like, because, you, know, you know, he was with Savannah forever, but they just got married a few years ago. They like they got yeah. married in, right when he was with the Heat. I yeah. think, like, uh, 12 or 11, 12, something yeah, like some, that. And some, he was on the Heat. You know? Yeah, some chick tried to bust in the motherfucking wedding, and uh, security maced her, tossed her in the bushes. 
Yo, what's crazy is I've never been present for one of them, but I kind of <laughs> want to be. I want I don't want it to be my wedding, but I want to see somebody interrupt the wedding on some crazy shit. My stepmom said she saw a, a rumble at a funeral, like when the, the other family showed up. Yo. Like Bull died and his wife didn't know he had like a side family. Oh. So the side family came and then whole, you know. Looked like an episode of Heathcliff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dust up. Heathcliff. <laughs> Big ass rumble, fucking <laughs> <laughs> easy. But yeah, like I've, I've never been present for like a wedding, and, and yeah. I want to see that. That seems lit. <laughs> I don't know why. I just like, oh shit, what y'all gonna do? Like you know when it be like, does anybody object? And you know somebody busting the door like Dwayne, Dwayne, baby, please. Like one of them jokes. I want to see that shit one time. But uh, yeah, it's crazy. Like Bron never had any bullshit pop off. Good shit. Did he, you must see? Got, he must got all his hoes on NDAs. Remember the chick tried to put him out there saying he was DMing her and shit? Yeah. It's just like, you're a moron. Like, this nigga's a billionaire. LeBron DMs you. <laughs> answer the DM. It's just yeah, at the up. very least, you see what the man wants for you go jumping out the window. Remember Game like DM the chick and she went right to the timeline with it. And it's just like, y'all bitches, boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, ugh. What I said the other day, y'all hoes really some hoes, boy. Like, <laughs> y'all motherfuckers is crazy. Like, that shit is wild. Anything else with uh, Kardashian? Nah, Kristen? man. He, he got to get his shit together. You know what I'm saying? He got to... Oh, yeah. Real quick before we depart on that. The the alleged real side chick, Lonnie Blair of Starless in New York fame. Uh, let me just start by saying she's so bad that Chloe would have to understand. That's how bad she is. Like, you was fucking this bitch? All right, man. Well, stop it. Okay, please. <laughs> Knock it off. Okay. <laughs> Do you love her? Let like me say she's she's do you love her bad? Like your girl catch you fucking with Lonnie Blair. She like, I just want to know one thing, Malik. Do you love her? No. All right, cool. Well, we yeah. can work this shit out then as long as you don't love the bitch. That's how bad she is. She made all her socials private once shit got hot. That's how I know she's the the suspect. So who were the three chicks then? Some other chicks. They got a harem. He got a harem. He got a lineup. <laughs> a harem. Nigga, young making twenty four m's a season. Like he has, he got, he got that shit going his way. You know what I mean? Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, so enough, enough about his cheating ass. Uh, you know they booed him at the uh, Cleveland game. <laughs> the, Cl- the the Cavaliers fan. Like y'all going boo me over this bitch? And the announcer didn't even say his name when he came in. That's horrible. Yeah. I'm no, gonna boo me. Number 13's checked into the game. <laughs> like on one of them jokes. Like, didn't even say that nigga name. Checking in the game, this nigga. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, damn, the Cavs fans booed. That's fucked up. That's yeah. super fucked. Y'all gonna ostracize me because I cheated on a chick that ain't even from here. That's what y'all telling me. Y'all out of pocket. Crazy, dog. You know he She don't be. even know who our real dad is. Y'all gonna be mad at me because I cheated on her. What's wrong with y'all? That's crazy, man. That deserves like a fucking uh, training day speech. That John, like y'all gonna turn on me? OJ got a grandson. Congrats to OJ. <laughs> congrats, Juice. Yeah, congrats to uh, Juice. It's, this ain't his first grandkid. I think his Juice been laying low. Yeah, scary when he lays low. <laughs> Don't know what he's thinking or what he's planning. Uh, you want to get to the this uh. So it's like it's a three-part topic. I see it's a lot of shit you put in. Yeah, it's a three-part topic. Um, because Rod gave us some dope content to add to the joint. So first, first and foremost, today was apparently Nicki Minaj Day. Um, she released two new songs, and then she also has a, a feature uh, on a Young Thug record that all came out today. She did an interview on uh, 
Beats One with Zane Lowe, their go-to guy when they're trying to hype something up. Did an interview with Zane Lowe, put out two new songs, did the interview. They basically been streaming the songs on fucking Beats Music all day long. Well, Apple Music, I'm sorry. I haven't even got a chance to listen. I listen to them when I leave. And, um, I was on the phone coming over. Two songs, Barbie Tings and uh, and Sucker MCs. And Chung Lee, is that a song? Uh, Chun Li, yeah, Chun Chun Li and Barbie Tings. Su- uh, Barbie Tings samples. I don't, I don't want to jump too far. All right, so let me start. Uh, the internet hates Nicki Minaj, mm-hmm. and kind of like how we talk pre-show. A lot of it is her fault, but you would think that in a in an era where you get so much shit thrown at you that it would have dissipated a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's not going away. Like, they really, really hate this. Like, and people from this market in particular cannot stand her. And, you know, what I'm finding is it's like, yo, y'all refuse to give the girl a chance. Like, Philly, not to cut you off. No, go ahead. I'm trying to put it like in the best, like, Philadelphians are retarded. Correct. Like, you got Meek. Like, it basically is like, if Philly fucks with one thing, they, they can't, can't fuck, fuck with, with the other. The yeah, other. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. And they make you, like, you, we watched it with the Drake and Meek thing. Like, you, you know you can be a fan of more than one thing. Like, what is this concept you're trying to introduce to me? And it's so fucking weird. And it's like, I knew it was going to happen when she started fucking with Meek. I'm like, she's going to fuck with Meek. Meek's going to become a fucking bigger star. She's going to fall the fuck off. I I already knew the shit was going to happen. And sure enough. And it's just like, she's not doing anything wrong. She's definitely not doing anything She made Forbes list last year, the only woman. Yeah. So she had a good 2017. Better than all the rest of these motherfuckers. Yeah. She... Like it's it's weird, but it's like you get to the point where you got seventy million records sold. You know, you got the most Billboard entries for a woman. I'm talking about like Aretha Franklin, Madonna, Beyonce, yeah. Whitney Houston. All genres. Like she's the number one woman on Billboard. It's okay to like go ahead and enjoy the fruits of your labor, and that's pretty much what she was doing. Just yeah. like falling back and relaxing. Like she disappeared for four months. We did not see her. Like she didn't post nothing, she didn't tweet nothing, she didn't say shit. Now Cardi B comes along and she, you know, it's like Cardi B's like the voice for like the young chicken heads, if that makes any sense. That's exactly yes. Like she has a song on her album called Bickenhead. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Sampling the Project Pat hit Chickenhead. Is he on it? No. Oh wow. But she just it's an interpolation. She redid it or whatever. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Like she like See, I haven't listened to the album. So yeah, Cardi B is is a success story in every way. She's an American success story in every way because you got immigrant parents, you like kind of retarded, <laughs> but you very entertaining, you very fun, so you a cool ass chick. So the fact that you a cool ass chick a la a Tiffany Haddish, everybody can get behind you right. because they can relate to the everyday woman being successful and this is a new phenomenon that we haven't really ever seen before historically speaking women like queen latifah and jada pinkett smith while very extremely successful they're not very outspoken or 
brash or over the top with their personality. They just kind of let their work speak for itself. Whereas a Tiffany Haddish, a Cardi B, they're more a little more radicalized and, you know, a lot more outwardly expressive and stuff like that. So people fuck with it because we all have a cousin or a sister or whoever that is like that. A bitch on the on the bus. (laughs) So somebody that's that way. So it's easy to root for them. Whereas somebody like Nicki Minaj, you so successful that your level of success, whenever you even mention it, it's like you throwing it in our face. So it's easy to not root for somebody like that and just in the same breath get behind the Cardi like, oh, no, we ain't fucking with Nick. We fucking with Cardi. And we just we just fucking with Cardi. Well, what's wrong with Nicki? Just fuck Nicki. We fucking with Cardi. And, that, and it's just a lot of that. And it's like people can't tell you why they don't like Nicki, but they can. And they also can't tell you why they like Cardi. They just do. No, that's just what it is. We just fuck. We just fucking with Cardi. That's what we doing. And it's just so much of that. And it's sad that they are basically put in a position where they almost have to compete with one another. And they can't just be cool and coexist. And we've seen it time and time again. Fucking Roxanne Shantae and every rapper, woman rapper alive at the time. Fucking uh, Foxy Brown and Lil' Kim. They had a shootout at Hot 97. Like, that's the first time ever a female beef took it to that extreme. Because normally when you're dealing with women beefing, the most that usually happens is somebody fight. You know what I'm saying? Some tires get uh, cut. Some windows get broken out. They had a shoot. They they had a shootout if, with CNN and Junior Mafia in front of Hot 97 because of their beef. Yeah. That's an extreme scenario. And it's all centered around rap music. Y'all was both too young to even... Really be fucking around in the street element. Y'all got famous at 15 years old, both of y'all. Yeah. When did you have time to be a gutter gangster bitch? You didn't. But you get into this rap shit and you so, I guess, insecure about your spot and protecting it that you willing to kill and be killed for it over some rap music. Mm-hmm. It's counterproductive and it's ass backwards. I mean, that's rap culture, though. Like it's fucked up. Like we're like nigger rap culture. That's where like I'm not talking about like tribe called Quest. Right. You know them dudes, but like nigger rap. Like look at Death Row. You know what I'm saying? Like just how much poison they put into the whole rap genre yeah. at one point. Everybody will tell you Suge was a cool, smart motherfucker, and he was about his business, and he was like an open book and wanting to learn and do this and do that, and he. Turned it, he got the money and turned into a gangster. Instead of getting the money and turning into fucking Mark Zuckerberg, he turned into John Gotti. That's all he wanted was the now I'm now I'm the fucking head of the mob Parus. Like, yeah. why? You your company like somebody said, uh big uh big trade from the East Siders, he said that he saw paperwork. He said that his manager used to uh was like uh the GM at uh, Death Row, he said he saw paperwork in like 95, the company was worth $270 million on paper. That was the valuation of the company based off of what they had. Why the fuck do you want to take that and go do some street shit? Yeah. And shoot niggas and be peeing on niggas and what? Yeah. So I say that to say it's like <clears throat> the level of competition 
is 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 you know with these women rappers in particular is is very like it's unhealthy because it's not from a I'm better than you standpoint. It's fuck you, you gotta go. It's almost like it's like a seek and destroy type of attitude. Like there can only be one, and they gotta go. And for a long time, it was that way in Philly with just rappers. Period. Like they would only give us one at a time. When Beanie Siegel was the king, it was like yeah, we had other rappers, but. What nobody fucking was It's just Siegel And that's all we And the music industry Perpetuated it And all of that shit mm-hmm. When Gilly was the guy And they was fucking Everybody was throwing deals At Gilly and all that He was the only one We didn't know who the fuck Beanie Siegel was And then when Meek got on It's the same shit And it been a 10 year run now Of fucking Meek Being the guy Just to where Finally now Uzi and PNB Rock Broke through Because they're different Yeah but if they was cut in the same mold as Meek, they wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Because Core is cut in the same mold as Meek and he's equally as good of a rapper and he's not getting none of that f- same fucking attention and coverage. So it's just something about hip hop culture, period, that just spurns negative competition amongst one another. So bringing it back to Nikki and Cardi, they've almost been forced to be put against each other. And at every turn there was to defuse this situation. Nobody stepped in and did nothing. That's what I was going to say about the whole Foxy, Lil' Kim John. Like, it wasn't them. It was, like, niggas yeah. around them. And, like, same situations with this. It's, like, it's being fueled by, like, men. Yes. And it's, like, it's the weirdest shit on earth. It's, like, why we don't just end this bullshit and just go ahead about our B.I.? It's, like, like I, don't, I don't understand. Is it, it, I, I don't think it's more money being generated from this. I think it's the, it's the attention and the controversy the controversy spurns more attention, which then could lead to interviews and shows. And you know what I'm saying it's a potential thing. So instead of it's like instead of somebody seeing a fire when it's like at a little small spark and like oh let me step and put this fire out, they're like oh, let's see where this goes. And then next thing you know, yeah. <laughs> the whole shit. You know what I'm saying it's like that meme with the fucking cartoon drone where it's like everything on fire yeah. in the background and you just standing there like there's nothing wrong. I'm calm. I'm calm. I'm calm. And it's just like they just sit and just watch the shit. You know, fucking spread. And <clears throat> in the interview, something that Nikki said that was very very interesting she said that Quavo who she said I love Quavo she said me and him have a great relationship like I fuck with him like period the same way like I fuck with like Lil Uzi like we have a different type of relationship we talk on the phone we text we hang out blah 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 we spend time with one another it's deeper than rap she said so he had an opportunity to squash the shit in the media rather to squash the shit with me and Cardi and he wouldn't do it to where she just out there on a limb like defending herself. People like, nah, bitch, you lying. Fuck it. And the nigga response to her was, oh yeah, I ain't getting in that, but if you was my girl, I would. Yeah, I, I don't so it's, I don't understand. So instead of that. being a man and stepping in and being like, nah, that such and such, it was a scheduling conflict. Cardi filmed on this day, Nikki was filming on this day, blah, blah, blah. It ain't no beef between them. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, when we did motorsport, it was just me and Nikki, da da da. Cardi got on it later, it became a Migos record because of Coach K. That's not a lot to say. Radio silence. He didn't say shit. So now to the public, it's like you don't want to film with Cardi, you hating on her, blah, 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 you a liar, woo, woo, woo. So now it makes them get behind Cardi even more, and it just creates more of a chasm in between these two women that come from the same identical culture. Mm -hmm. They both Trini. They come from the same culture, and this rap shit is dividing them to where they can't even fuck with one another. Yeah. I mean, this is is y'all culture. Like Shit is sad. It's what it is. Biggie and Pac, they was friends. 
That shit is real. Like motherfuckers fuel these dumbass situations for the dollar. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you know, controversy sells. Yeah. You know, I guess that's the mantra. And then but, once the controversy don't sell no more, then they want to patch it up and sell tickets to the reunion tour and we together and da da da. And it's like, yo, we just seen this too many times. Like, but people are so stupid. They, they keep, keep falling, falling for it. it. Exactly. Consumers keep falling for it. Keep falling for it. You remember a couple years ago, right? The, 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 uh, around like 2012, they tried to, they kicked off the Nikki hate train real heavy on social media and they were trying to get her out of here. And then. Beyonce fucked with her and did them records, and then everybody came back around and was Nicki fans again. Yeah, I've seen it a couple <laughs> times with Nicki. Every day they because they, they was like clamoring to like Look get at her the Remy out of here. Shit. Like they jumped behind the Remy train, and we all realized Remy's not like a good rapper. <laughs> it was like, like, oh shit, shit, we damn, we hate Nicki so much. We, we get behind anything. Yeah. We got behind the hall, the hall, like, <laughs> <laughs> like we we tripping. You know what I'm saying? But it's like I just think that overall, for whatever reason, whether she whether justified or not, people dislike her more than they like the competition. Is what it comes down to for me. Yeah, hell yeah. They dislike her more, and, and it's like Jay Z said. He said it's like the twelfth man on the bench, Jordan out there killing, dropping sixty, and the twelfth man on the bench like, boo, you a fucking bum, you can't even get in the game, like, yeah. boo, bitch, <laughs> I hate you. I'll say this, man. When it come down to it, um. Do you think Nikki's like the number one woman rapper? Like, do you put her over Kim and them? Oh, she definitely over Kim and them. The, the, the accomplishments puts her over Kim and That's them. That's what I would say. Because they squander a lot of their shit. Like, now, Lil' Kim is dope as fuck. Same thing with Foxy. But Foxy's a fucking moron and a bird. And she went out here getting in the fights and just being a ghetto bitch, period. <laughs> and being a diva and beating up Nell Tex. And she's a fucking a behemoth. Like, she's <laughs> like. So, so her issues are separate from Kim's issues. Kim, Kim deals with image issues and, you know, losing the man that she looked up to, but loving. A man that beat the shit out of her and pulled guns on her and who she lost that she looked up to Biggie. I thought this was somebody beat her up and pulled guns on her. That yeah, that's Biggie. Biggie. Yeah, it's Biggie. All right. yeah. Biggie. It's all the same. No, it's all the same name. I'm like, no, that sounds like Biggie. <laughs> and, and, and then she had a situation where she was, you know, wanting to fuck street niggas and like she got image issues, so that held her back from being. She's still an icon, but it held her Kim's back. Icon. But it held her back from being more of an icon to where it's like completely undeniable and really being an ambassador of hip hop because she falls in and out of love with this shit. Yeah, I think Kim has one of the best albums ever from a woman. The Naked Truth, that joint was excellent. Oh, Naked Truth was excellent. But um, honestly, I don't, I'm over all these efforts. I was listening to Lord, Lauren Hill yesterday. Yeah. And I, I'm like, the miseducation was just so good. Like, it was the perfect just, album. It was, it was, and then I listened to Fuji's The Score, and I'm like, like, Lauren was just different. Yeah. She was just a different caliber, a different breed of, just a, a different type of woman. And these, it, it's like, this ain't a knock or a diss to cover. It's like, the the ratchet shit has taken over like Earth. society. Yeah, everywhere. it's just mm-hmm. like the more ratchet you are, the like, more look, we get behind you. Look at like Jocelyn from like all of those type yeah. people. It's like 
These people Speaking to Jocelyn right You got a whole She set the mold She was the first Wild crazy bitch You seen on television On reality TV Yeah To that level To yeah, like yeah. To like you might die today Like like you Like watching the show Like oh shit Somebody's gonna die today Like this yeah. bitch is crazy She set the mold To where now uh, Erica Minna exists And all these other yeah. Crazy bat shit broads Are all Chasing the yeah. ghosts Of what she did Remember the reunion When she was just She was Her and Stevie was coked up That Yo. was high as shit <laughs> Like how far we fall And fucking Stevie J And fucking Vanity Grant DM every day Trying to get booked He's begging for bookings Yo text me real quick Like <laughs> I don't want to talk to you Stevie <laughs> It's 2018 You on some 2012 shit Like why are you in our DM Yo text me real quick Text me real quick Yo I'm trying to see something Like no lie I'll show you the fucking DMs dog. <laughs> text me real quick I'm trying to see something Like <laughs> then Then right I swear to god I'm moving to the French career <laughs> Then right I'm done with you niggas Then Sunday right I'm out no, Text me real quick <laughs> Text me real quick yo This a club nigga You don't even know who texting you Like It's five people on this page Yo text me real quick yo <laughs> So Then Sunday <laughs> Then Sunday I'm out <laughs> And I see And I see my homegirl Cash who work at Onyx And she like Yeah you wanna book Stevie J I say yo This dirty nigga Been our, in our DMs For a week straight <laughs> Like he's So apparently oh, He's hitting shit. everybody up Like oh. I rap now Fast money to sold up man Oh that is funny as shit Yo text me real quick You know what I'm saying What's going on Stevie J here You know what I'm saying when, when celebrities is hitting you up, <laughs> yo, it's shoot, over. Shoot me a text real quick. Talk. It's over. Damn. In Stevie J's defense, though. Oh shit. Send me a post of his other bookings and like, yo, you want to book Mr. Monday Night? And send gave you his number. <laughs> Stevie J, crazy as shit. <laughs> I'll take matters into my own hands. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck a booking agent. You gonna figure this shit out one way or another. Can't, can't fight fate, nigga. <laughs> Stevie J wild as shit for that one. Yo, man. I can't oh, shit. Up. So, Damn. what was we talking about? I don't fucking know. So, you got a whole, you got a whole, like, just... Oh, I was talking about... A whole smorgasbord like of wild animal bitches yeah. on television. And it's like... They, these like these chicks like I'm not trying to diss nobody, but I look at my timeline, right? I don't have my IG, but I go on Twitter and I see the people who are like caping for Cardi, and I know if you took an IQ test, you might not score over a hundred. Most of the people I see, you know, going off about, and it's yeah. just like. That you know that now that all that stupid shit. She it's like they like that the goofy shit. It's not even about the music because I, I honestly I haven't heard anything from her musically that was like groundbreaking or this is like even the Bodak John. I'm just keeping it being. I don't think it's here in like two years. Like no. it's not here now. That's what I mean. It was a summer ago. The summer about to be here is over. And not to you know not the discardy, but it's like. Not the disser, but it's like there's no content in this era, period. Very rarely do you have something that cuts through that has staying power. So it ain't even a hurt issue, but people 
And that's more so what I was getting about to get to. People are trying to prop, trying to trick us into believing that this shit is more than what it is. And that's what I mean. It's like I listened to Miseducation yesterday. And I mean, like, when you cut on doo-wop, that thing, I mean, instantly. It's just like... You can it's feel you can you can feel the 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 heaviness to this when you cut on the Fuji's the score and you cut on Ready or Not and that mm, like you just instantly it's like man like like it, it's just it take you there that shit almost it literally take you to ninety seven yeah. like I can remember going to fucking the YMCA summer camp up Fifty Second Street yeah, you and remember every you morning was you was they doing. was playing Killing Me Softly and uh, Killing Me Softly uh, LL Who Do You Love with with uh, Total and the Crossroads that yeah. shit just for some reason those three songs every fucking day used to play but it's like yo I really remember when Killing Me Softly hit and that video and just the visual of what that was the one time two time like right. it's just it's a different feeling a lot of this shit now pretty much all of it is like it's hot but then <clears throat> i tell you a perfect example the other day on the radio they was like bet you haven't heard this one in a while and they cut on um what was Kendrick's first single of Get Rich I mean Good Kid Mad City uh Pour Up Drink yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was just like damn this was the shit and a lot of this stuff is just like it's hot but Nah. It's microwave music yeah. and, and it's like You gotta you gotta think right Out of the last five years Out of all this music That's out there The only song that lasted Was Future's March Madness In the last five years? Yeah Future's March Madness Um No it's been a couple That lasted You think so? 2018 like, 2013 Like None of Big Sean's songs matter no, I mean from the past five years, <laughs> and he had monster smash hit records. Big Sean's hanging on by thread. It's almost over. Yeah. J Cole, none of those fucking songs matter. And these are, and this is one of the top guys who got content. Yeah, you ain't lying. None of these. And somebody said that to me today, especially pissed me off. They said Nicki Minaj don't have no content. I said we've been listening to Migos, Future, and Young Thug ad nauseum for five years straight. None of them have no content. Like, so y'all going to tell me that you want to move the goalposts for the woman to say that she don't have no content. What all Cardi is talking about is being a blood paddocks and fucking her boyfriend. And I was saying that the shit uh, yesterday and when I'm not yesterday, earlier this morning, I was talking to my man Keith and I'm like, yo, like you listen to me. You do. Everything is about the paddock. The Paddock for Leave is in every Offset made a whole mixtape about the Paddock. The Joe with him and 21 Savage. Duh. The whole shit is about the Paddock. Duh. It's just crazy. I'm tired of the Paddock. You know what I'm saying? T.I. was, for those of you, for you dirty rapsters out there that don't know, T.I. was rapping about Paddock for Leaves in 2007 on T.I. versus T.I.P. album. Like If you watch movies and television, that's just, just, just they're, they're, the watch has been around for years. I was looking at the most expensive paddocks. Like, it's Jones that cost $23 million. Yeah. Like, it's just crazy. I was just watching, uh, you know, they do the jewelry shit on GQ, mm-hmm. on, on their YouTube page or whatever. They had a watches joint with Robert Downey Jr. And he was saying, like, his one of his most prized possessions, a gift that somebody got him was a paddock Philippe. This was from 2016. So, we say that to say, nothing is new, guys. Like, just if because... You, you, were you an Entourage fan? Yeah, remember when? Uh, what was the the Iranian, the, the crazy Iranian that was trying to buy Vince's oh, movie? <laughs> remember, his, I can't remember his name. You know what I'm talking about? He, uh, I can't remember the boy's name. But anyway, remember when they made the when they was in Khan 
when they was trying to get the buy the film before the festival. Yeah. He sat down with Billy Walsh and he was like, I want to give you $25 million for the movie. And he was like, I want the watch. And he was like, that's a nice watch you got. Yes. Paddock, it was a Paddock Philippe. Give it to he me. Slid, it, <laughs> slid him the watch. And that was how they did the deal. Yeah. It's like, though, a lot of this shit just... just Remember the joint I sent you about the bull? He, uh... He bought the Rolex when he got when he saved the money in World War II. Yeah. And he bought it over in Germany and didn't think it was still worth anything. Yeah. That shit wound up being like worth millions of dollars. Yeah. Like that, them shit just been here forever. It's like niggas are just now finding out about yeah. it. So it's like, oh no, that's the hot new yeah. joint. Niggas, niggas, the the demand that niggas created for that product has created a gray market for it. Ain't that crazy? It didn't exist. Like, well, not to this level. Like, I'm sure, like, there's always uh, factory replicas and shit like that. Like, where it's like, all right, a couple of these nozzles is a little bit different, but essentially, it's like almost. Did you see the joint when Ben Baller was talking about, like, he hates busting them Jones down? Because he's like, yeah. the watch just shouldn't, it's not meant for that shit. Yeah, like, it's not, he's like, you know, when you put diamonds on, you got to drill into yeah. the watch. Yeah. And it's like, it just, like, ruins. Like, like uh, I, I personally don't believe in like the whole busting down like a Prezi and like gold like precious like certain metal. joints just certain yeah. joints so you're not supposed to do that shit too yeah. because you're just structurally just damaging a work of art like, like the like the platinum Arabic uh, rule like, like you don't you don't, don't know holes no in that motherfucker no, like but Negroes But niggers <laughs> But niggers Yeah It's like fuck it But yeah like the, the, the nigger demand For this shit Has created a great market And you could go on South Street today And get a paddock A bust down paddock For $200 Yeah A crazy. quote unquote Bust down paddock For $200 And then a nigga Gonna have it on And look at you in the club Like you ain't shit Broke ass nigga Is it <laughs> Like what Yeah shit's crazy dog <laughs> But yeah I was listening To like I had my uh, I, my my phone plugged in. And I'm listening to the. Uh, you ever put the radio like the hip hop radio on your yeah, Apple Music and yeah. shit? And I'm just flipping through songs, and it was like the first song was was a uh, Cardi talking about the Paddock. Then the next joint was the Plain Jane remix, and she was like, you know, Paddock Plain Jane. <laughs> then the next joint was what's the Fat Joe joint he got with the fake Drake. Um, oh, with Cool and Dre. Uh, too many Paddock for leaps to make the big boys watch. And then the next song was I Got the Bag, and he's like, Perkins have pill on me. Ice on my neck, baby, chill with me. Them niggas are posting in the back, don't say nothing. Them niggas are kill for me. Uh, back ends, I count on my sleep on Fleek. 100K spent on that Paddock for I'm like, yo, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, the Paddock for has literally taken over. Offset rapped about the Paddock so much on uh, Without Warning. He started rapping about it in code. He started using the, 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 the serial number. <laughs> That shit crazy, dog. Like that shit. Fifty nine, fifty nine, eighty. I'm like, bitch, that's the paddock again. And, and, and that's that's more so when I when I was listening to Lauren yesterday, and I'm just like, this doesn't sound like anything else. And I I, I don't I don't know why we got like that in hip hop. Did your mic come out? Yeah, it came out. Oh, the, the mic ain't come out with the headphones here. Yeah. But uh, it's like I don't know where we got like that in hip hop, where everything like when you look back in the day, you like I just said to you earlier because we was talking about like people mad at Nicki for dropping new music when Cardi just dropped. It's yeah. like dog. You young niggas might not understand, but Thirty Six Chambers, Midnight Marauders, and Twelve Play came out on the same fucking day. Yeah, you know why nobody was hating and nobody was mad or nobody was upset because Thirty Six Chambers didn't sound shit like Midnight Marauders, yeah. and Twelve Play was a fucking R and B album. Ghetto Fabulous and fucking Blueprint. Blueprint came out the same day. You know why nobody mad because fucking Takeover and Heart of the City didn't sound like Breathe I mean uh, Hollaback Hollaback Youngin and yeah. fucking Can't Deny It it's like there was 
different. Like Method Man and Red Man dropped. I forgot who the Blackout came out the same day as somebody else. But it's like you that was li- a great fucking. Dog, album. you listen to the Rock Wilder and all. Like it was just the music was different. Yeah. Big Pun didn't sound like Biggie Smalls. Yeah. It was just different shit. But literally now. Every single person sounds it, It's literally like I, I, It's like four dudes I'll say That's like They're like Uzi He's his own person Yeah When I but hear now, him now You got all the baby Uzis exactly. Starting to come out you, like, Drake love, He's his own person I love Trippy Red He's a baby Uzi it's just the way it goes. <laughs> like the Migos have their own flow, yes. their own thing. But, but now, that's being abused. It's yeah, like everybody's using the Migos. Flow. It's just crazy. And it's like I sit back sometimes and I'm just like, how the fuck did music get like this? Where it's literally if you're not in this mold, it won't even work. Like they won't even yeah. try to put the shit out. Yeah. And then when you come out and do your own thing, motherfuckers is so conditioned to what's going on that they like, nah. Where it wasn't even like that Because realistically If that was the case We'd have never got Biggie Yeah straight We'd have never got DMX Yeah Like like Lior and fucking uh, Irv Gotti was like Yo like This is so different From what the fuck rap is We gotta do this Yeah and that's what rap is supposed to be about, expression. There was a time. This shit ain't expression no more. It's no. just like, yeah, we just going to do it's, this. It's strictly for commerce. Exactly. Once the hustlers jumped into it and all of that, and they just like, once, like, Jeezy changed the game in more ways than one. Jeezy represented the hustlers, and Jeezy represented that a novice could do this shit at a high level. And it was to his own success, but it was to the detriment of the genre But Jeezy's That's a good example Because you look at the south Where Jeezy Doesn't sound like T.I. Correct At all Yeah T.I. doesn't sound like Luda Luda doesn't sound like Ross Ross doesn't sound like Bun B Bun B doesn't sound like Outkast Yeah Outkast don't sound like Future It's like everybody's so goddamn different But then you go to these other places And it's like It's one option you got Yeah <laughs> That's it's to, it It's to imitate Somebody else that's already doing whatever. To the point where when PNB Rock do his own thing, y'all like, oh no, he on some weird shit. No, he's making his fucking music. Yeah. Uzi, he's making his fucking music. That's what you're supposed to do. Jay Z wasn't trying to sound like somebody else. Jay was being Jay. Straight up. That's what you're supposed to do. And when Jay tried to be somebody else, when he put on that yellow suit, that shit got, they was like, yo, we bugging. <laughs> Fuck is we doing this goofy shit? This ain't us. It's like that. And that is so weird now because it's like, that's where I think the, Mick, the, the Mickey, the Nikki and the Cardi shit comes from because it's, it's the same thing. It's, it's, it's exactly the same thing. Like Missy Elliott didn't have to go through this with left eye. No. And Left Eye didn't have to go through this with Lil' Kim. They even came together and did a huge fucking song Smash at one point. Record, an iconic record. It's it's like you didn't, it didn't have to happen because everybody was so goddamn different. Yeah. But again, when you look at Lil' Kim and Foxy, it's the, the same, same shit. shit. Yeah, so it's somebody is light skin and dark skin. Somebody got to go. Shit, yeah. And that's more so the joint. Yep. And then, you know, it's fucked up, but it's like it's like I think that's just it's it's like what Carl always talk about like the 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 it's hard to put into words without like, you know, super dissing y'all. But it's like, <laughs> you know, like 
the, the heart just isn't there. Yeah. With a, with a lot of this. It's strictly for commerce. It's exactly. like, we know we can make money from this shit. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. The industry grew the last two years for the first time in 14 years. There's money in this shit. All you got to do is have a little bit of fans, get a little bit of groundswell going up under you, and you can make a lot of money like when you doing got, when you making When you got cookie cutter or you're basically in the same lane or something... It's just going to be headaches. Like, remember on Coming to America, he was like, Mr. McDowell, some people here to see you. They're not from McDonald's, are they? <laughs> like, that nigga was reading McDonald's operation manual like, because he's a fake McDonald's. That's the way this shit go. And I always say that shit about me with poker. It's like, I fought haul off and win the main event. Can't nobody tell me shit. It's my lane. Yeah. This is what I This is my thing. Straight up. You know what I mean? And that's where, like... I could start selling shirts because I see somebody being successful with that, or I could start selling food or doing X, Y, Z. Like somebody recently, I told you was like, "Yo, why don't you promote parties?" It ain't my thing. Right. Oh, cause you popular on this? No, nah, that's the reason a lot of stupid motherfuckers started doing it. And now you look up, it's a hundred and ten parties on one night. Yo, I'm so glad that era is over. You remember the era when everybody was a party promoter? Nigga, I used to say... I'm, everybody I, with a thousand followers was a party nigga. promoter. Motherfuckers used to ask me that shit all the time. Why don't you promote parties? You super popular on Instagram. Because I'm not a party promoter. My heart not there. Biggie told me not to do it if my heart ain't in it. <laughs> the fuck you talking about? I listen to my old head. <laughs> fuck you mean? Fuck you mean? And, and that's more so what I'm talking about. That That's a perfect example. When you got too many people doing the same thing, it's just going to be confusion. Oh, he hating on me. No, he's not hating. He's That's the whole Nikki card. Not hating. She doing her thing. It's just the fact that she's doing the same thing as her. Yeah. So it looks like it's hating, but it's not. Right. But that's the thing where it's like we you, you killed that damn. It's the truth. We need originality more than anything, because when you have originality, it just works. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you got, uh, what's a good example I can use? Like, uh, perfect example, the podcast. It's like, yeah, we started a podcast. Not many people, many, a lot of people didn't even know what a podcast was. I get that all the time because I was you one of them people. Yeah, it's <laughs> you like, didn't know? So it's like, yeah, now you look up and it's 50 fucking podcasts that have come along to where it's like people now are asking me, damn, how you feel about all these people starting podcasts? And I'm, I don't care, yeah. but I can understand the confusion in you because you like, damn, a year ago, I never heard of one. Yeah. Now it's 150 of them. That's more so what's happening with the Nikki and the Cardi John. It's like if Nikki did her own thing and Cardi, like it's the, they're the same exact chick it's, on it's, music, it's, off it's, music, it's Pepsi and Coke. Their pictures, every, like literally their, their photo shoots. It's the same shit. But you know why Rihanna and Beyonce work? Because they're two completely Not different same artists. You know why Whitney and Mariah worked? Two completely different artists. It's just what it is. Yeah. And, that, and that's more so my thing. It's like, I, I look back and I'm like, we didn't have on-demand music. We didn't have streaming. But somehow, we had a tour where it was Busta Rhymes, Jay-Z, DMX, Method Man and Red Man, Ja Rule, and the rest of the Rockefeller camp. Because everybody different as shit. Yeah, everybody served a purpose. And that's how that worked. And now, they, they, we had to go bottles out, now, bottles tapes. Now majority of the fucking rap tours is one or two artists. You know why? Because if we do anything past that, it's going to be the same shit. Like I saw one time they was, I saw a, a show joint where it was Future. Future. Future Migos, Young Thug. Migos, Young Thug, Travis Kodak, Scott. Black, Travis Scott. And I'm like, I'm going to have a headache. <laughs> <laughs> 25, 30 minutes, I'm going to have a headache. And ASAP Ferg was on that show. 
Like Beyonce show when she was here, you know, open for Khaled. It worked because Khaled was so different. Yeah. And, and, and that's what I mean. If Khaled would have came out and then fucking DJ Clue would have came out and him screaming and shit, it's like, no, nah, this is just too much. Yeah. And that's more so what I think the confusion is with Nicki and Cardi is that they're the same person on and off track damn near to where people really just can't. It's like, oh, I got to fuck with that because I can't not fuck with this. It, right. So, And that's the thing. Whereas straight somebody up. can straight up tell you like, yeah, I, I, I love Nicki Music and I love, you know, Lauren Hill. They can do that easily because it's not the same shit. Yep. So. You're absolutely right. So real quick, man, wrapping this up, I'll get my quick little review of the songs. Like I said, Nicki put out two records, Chun-Li and Barbie Tings. What I particularly liked about Barbie Tings, and I know nobody peeped it, she did a rapper move. She rapped to the most rapper. What's the most rapper shit a rapper can do? What can they, what, what beat can somebody rap? A break beat. The most rapper beat? Most rapper beat somebody can rap to. Dead wrong. I mean, not dead wrong. Uh, who shot you? Run DMC, suck MCs. She rapped to fucking that. Suck MCs is right there. But I, when I think of a rap, like put on a, a instrumental for a rapper to rap to, who shot you? Just it just I don't know. Just yeah. it always comes into my head. Like, <laughs> but yeah, remember when Foxy and him did the. Uh, I shot you, yeah, John. Yeah, yeah. Like it just yeah. Keith Murray and all that. Yeah. It just always is like that. So she rapped to fucking Run DNC sucking MCs, and I know that nobody under fucking forty understood that that's what happened. So it's no appreciation for that. But it's like, yo, she's a talented, smart artist. She knows what the fuck she's doing. She's not just rapping to that shit just because. Like it's a reason why. It's like it's dog whistling because a select. Audience of people Going to hear that A Lior Cohen A Kevin Lauza People that Make the industry Go going to hear that And go oh shit Nikki rapped to Fucking sucker MCs Like that's hard But it, in this Microwave society That we live in Nobody's not going to Have no appreciation For that because It's not what they used to Remember a couple It's not trapped out Remember a couple months ago Quincy Jones did that interview Where he was just going off Oh saying, he wild out Yeah But when I I went back and read it again And Cause you know he's getting ready to do a documentary on his life. Oh shit! And um, yeah, he like did a joint with Oprah and all that shit. Like, and I I'm reading what he's saying in there, and he was never mind the crazy shit when he actually was talking about the music and how he's like I don't even like none of this shit now because they don't have any appreciation or understanding for the music. He was making so much sense because it's like. I was watching Sanford and Son. Anybody knows me knows I I love Sanford and Son. That's my favorite fucking show. I, I watch it all the time. But he Fred was had a joint where his friend's niece was Della Reese, right? Of course, niggas only know Della Reese from when he Eddie shot her in the right, foot right. on Harlem Nights. Della Reese was like an actual big time singer and shit back in the day. So he went to the studio to meet up with Della Reese. She's in the studio with the percussion, the band player, and the people. Piano player and the dude on the saxophone. And it's just like music was made. It was continuity between all the artists when music was made back in the day. And like you listen to bring it a little further. You listen to like Jada Kiss when he was talking about how Reservoir Dogs happened. Jada was like, we was on tour. We got back to New York. Jay called us and was like, yo, I got this new kid from Philly. I want y'all to hear. Come to the studio. He's like, we came through Beans. That's the first time we met him. He starts spitting. When he starts spitting, of course, your natural rapper right. shit is like oh I'm spitting next thing I know they like yo we gonna turn a beat Sauce Money came in 
Next thing you know, we have Reservoir Dogs. We recorded it. He's like, we did. We had our suitcases. We swam straight to the studio. Music was just made with so much energy in the room. It was like you had to beat it. You couldn't email your verse. Right. (laughs) And that's more so what Quincy Jones was saying was like, you had to have a love for this shit because you really had to like make the music and you had to like. You could take someone's energy and what they're going through and how they were vibing and what was he's like music was a vibe. It was a feeling. And that's what you get when you listen to like anything from like songs of the key of life and shit like that. You when he you listen to Isn't She Lovely, Stevie Wonder, that's just a feeling. That's a vibe. You're not gonna get that from none of this shit now. You're right. just not. Because Toomp or Mustard emailed the beat to him and then he emailed it to him so he could get his per, per his verse and it's it's music is just like it's it's borderline a mess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. And it's like it advanced because now you can make so much music and get to so many people and put it out and now that the fact that they're the RIAA is letting streaming go on and you know now dudes is getting they just do you got Uzi seven eight times platinum where a couple years ago that wouldn't have happened yeah. because they weren't registering the, the streaming but at the same time it's like damn man when I sit and I listen to this older shit it'd be like man I just want to get that feeling yeah. I, and, I, and I don't get that from the new music it's like it's fucked up and the young people have no like they didn't have no appreciation for shit from five years ago. I was about to say they they <laughs> they have the information, but they they don't go they and access it. Yeah, they don't go and get it, and they don't go and use it. And it's like somebody asked me the other day. Um, I was in the bathroom in my job, and I had Elton John playing Crocodile Rock, and somebody was like, "What the fuck you know about Crocodile Rock?" And I'm like, "Oh, my mom used to play Elton John records," and it's like. We come from that era where, like, yeah. you got an appreciation for the Commodores and Bruce Springsteen and Stevie Wonder and all of these people because your parents was playing them. It's like your mom, thirty two, and she playing Migos right. like you, right along, right along with you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like yeah, you're just not gonna get all dating of- the same niggas. <laughs> his his your boyfriend is her boyfriend brother. Yeah, y'all dating the same niggas. Yeah, real shit. So it's just like the the appreciation for the older music is like completely gone. You know what I mean? Like, you you could pull, no bullshit, you can go outside right now and pull 20 kids off any street corner, walking down the street, on a train, wherever. Pull them to the side, like, I give you $100 if you tell me who Ella Fitzgerald is. They look at you like you crazy. Like, nigga, who? Like, who, what? <laughs> it's, the, it's the truth. And we just wasn't like that. We just had an appreciation for, that's what I was saying, we come from the best generation, because we... Got our music, all our rap, early rap, you know, when rap was really good. Then we have the oldies. We got the G-Funk, all the stuff that that came from and everything. And then we like we like the new music, too. Yeah. It's just it's just crazy. It's like I watch now where the world is more open to, like, everything. Yeah. But the originality just isn't there in hip-hop. It's like four molds you can go into. Right. <laughs> and that's fucked up. Cause you get stupid shit like this Nicki and Cardi shit that shouldn't even be happening. It's unnecessary. It's just like they, it's should, just, they should really be touring together. It's cr- really it's a it's so much money in their joint brands if they come together and do something. You know what I'm saying? But the egos and all the bullshit surrounding is not going to allow it to happen because then motherfucker going to try to sit here and tell the public that somebody from Cardi Camp going to sit here and try to tell the public that she should be headlining that tour. When the fuck she should so I'm saying So you can't even do the business Just off of some ego shit alone Yeah 
I, w- I was listening to uh, Brilliant Idiots, and they had the chicks on there from Horrible Decisions. I was listening to that this morning, and they was talking, and one dope thing they, they said was like, this era moves so funny. It's like people move to like not be, what's it called when you out there? Like uh, at risk for getting like <laughs> played or, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah, motherfuckers yeah. be in relationships and be like, yeah, I'm in, but I ain't all the way in because I ain't trying to get played. Yeah. And it's like when that's I talk about that shit all the time when I used to have a Twitter. That's like part of being in a relationship. Like you're going to get played sometimes. It just is what the fuck it is. Everybody's so guarded and and so got so much bravado and just trying to stick their chest out at every time. Like y'all refuse to be vulnerable. And it's like, no, sometimes you're going to be vulnerable. My girlfriend that I was in love with when I was 22 years old fucked a couple niggas on me. Like it's, it is what it is. Like it made me who I am, but I don't harbor no. Resentment towards it We great fucking friends You know what I'm saying It's like That shit is part of Life experience Y'all afraid to feel shit Yeah that's really what it is Y'all afraid Y'all numb to everything Y'all afraid to feel shit Y'all perked up Y'all don't got no fucking feelings Y'all got no emotions Y'all don't have no True concept of love Y'all say y'all love people Y'all alleged to love this Or love that Or da 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 Cause what? I say it all the time When motherfuckers Will tell you what they'll die I die for my kids I die for my bitch It's like well, What about living for them Yeah And then that shit Like What the fuck What that mean like, And it's like no, nah, nigga Like If you got something You love And something you cherish And something you really Really care for And want to nurture And watch grow How about living for the shit Yeah what are you willing to sacrifice while you here? Y'all love this new Drake, Nice for What, John? He sampled Lauren Hill's hook where she says that shit. Yeah. You said you care for me, care for me. How about you live for me? Like, that shit is the truth. And it's like, we just come from a, a, a weird place now where it's like, just it's just even kill. Yeah. All way, every time about yeah. everything. No emotion one way or another. There's, there's no up, downs, or arounds. It's just a straight line. And it's like, you can't live, like, a. Uh, like when you look at if you strap to a motherfucking heart monitor, that motherfucker up and down. You gotta, you, it's that's life though. You gotta have ups and downs, man. Like I just look, remember shit not gonna always go your way. Remember when Cuba won the Oscar for Jerry Maguire? Remember when he got on stage and jumped around and yeah. did all that, like jumping around. And I love you, brother. And the crowd stuff, like a uh, uh, actor couldn't even do that nowadays because they'd be like he Joe or he yeah. weird or Wallin. yeah, it, it's just crazy. It's like and and that's another t- joint too. Carl was talking about it on uh, Twitter about the whole Tristan Thompson joint. It's like we've gotten to a place where it's like people love bashing other people for the same shit that they're going yeah. through. And it's like only because they're celebrities. Tristan's situation ain't no different than a it's lot of motherfuckers. Mega situation. regular. It's like <laughs> super regular. Yeah. It's like it's reg- more regular than regular. Like you got kids by a nigga that ran out, it's regular. It, it's regular, especially in the hood. Like it's super regular, but it's yeah. a thing when it's a no. That shit regular. Your cousin going through the same shit, yeah. or you going through the same shit right now. Yeah. You got a baby by a nigga you hate. <laughs> hey, you just made me think about when you was talking about people on perks, <laughs> perks and have no emotion. I'm driving a bus today, and I could overhear, uh, um. A perk conversation perk going on behind me, so I cut the air conditioner off because I, you know, I'm ear hustling <laughs> and shit. So I, I'm listening to them talk behind me and shit, and they was talking about pills and paying this much for a pill. And she, I never pay that much. I don't give a fuck if I'm buying three of them. You know, I ain't doing that. Whatever. What these is like white folks talking and shit. Oh, shit. So 
out of nowhere, so it was a white woman talking to a white dude, and a white dude got on a big fake watch. I don't know why that. I remember that, but whatever. It was a landmark. Yeah, <laughs> but, but she she was like, "Yeah, man, did you did you hear about uh, what did she say his name was? It wasn't was it Mikey Marky? She was like, did you hear about Marky? And he was like, yeah, man. She's like, yeah, man. He fucking beat Jane's ass, man. Like she's fucking crazy. He's like, I don't give a fuck what goes on, you know, like what the situation, what the what the uh, surrounding things are. But that's fucked up, man. Now she got to walk around with two black eyes. You know what I'm saying? So she was like, yeah, that motherfucker. A couple years ago, he tried to grip me up one day. I found a Seven Eleven and shit. I had to like fight him off and shit. He fucking tried to choke me out and then he was like yeah you know he used to get, date my sister and he fucking went upside her head man and bust her eardrum and shit and I'm like it sound like Marky's whipping ass <laughs> Marky's whooping ass and taking names Marky needs to be stopped I was saying to myself I'm like anybody out here in the Roxborough area <laughs> you run into a white dude named Marky he's not the one to cross out there Marky's going upside Marky with the shits God damn Marky Marky whipping everybody ass <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man! Dog, I was dying off of that. But um, you just made me think about what you said the perks <laughs> and shit because I was listening to it earlier. But um, yeah, man, like the the Nikki and the Cardi shit is is it's just it's just bad. It's just fucked up because it's like I'm, I feel like Nikki's almost at a point where she can't win. No, she like, can't win. She's in a position where music, like, all right, public perception wise, they already hate her. Mm-hmm. Then musically, if she do some pop shit and is mega successful, they gonna say it's too pop. The urban audience is gonna say it's too pop, and she on some sellout bullshit. She trying to pander to a white audience. If she makes some rap shit, it ain't gonna. They gonna say it ain't big enough, and why it ain't do such and such and such and such. She can't win. She should just take her chips and just fucking go to Belize or some shit. Yeah, real shit. You figure you're the most successful woman in music, like as just far as Billboard, and just, as far definitely as far as rap. Just take it and roll. You just got all the awards. You got all the money. Why even pander to these motherfuckers at this point? You can't win. It's nothing you can do, yo. She can't win. She already played the Beyonce card. Same reason you deleted your Twitter and I deleted my gram. Can't win. <laughs> you can't win. Just be out. Y'all have it. Y'all can y'all have it and y'all can have it. Oh. Y'all win. Y'all good. We are good. We are good. Remember that? We are good. <laughs> like, I'm out of here. No yeah. thank you. What do you think about Cardi's album? Because I haven't listened to it. Um it ain't that. Um it ain't that. And uh <laughs> let's not get it fucked up. I I like her a lot. The songs that are on there that are good are very good. The rest of that shit is like it's like mumbo jumbo. Like I don't know, like what the fuck is she talking about? Like like content wise and like speech wise, what the fuck is she talking about? Like she can't speak. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I I, I I won't make no apologies for it. I'm not a big Cardi fan because I don't understand. The, I can't understand like uh, most of this. I can't understand her like audibly. I can't. Un- what the fuck I ain't even talking talk? about the the words. I'm just <laughs> like the the hype and the the. You remember? I don't watch. Yeah. Uh, what the, what's Ratchet TV? So I, <laughs> I I don't watch that. So it's like coming from that shit. I don't care about. Yeah. So it's like I you know whatever. And then like when it come to like the my thing is is like. If if it wasn't like them putting it out, like it's almost it's almost like a uh, like a puppet. That's how it be feeling sometimes. It's almost like if you don't fuck with this, you're bugging. Because like, like her hosting the 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 uh, 
The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. She's not doing this because of her music. She's doing this because she's like ghetto. Right. And then that to me is like, I look at like the people behind the scenes like, Y'all, y'all bug it. Like, y'all, y'all, like, like, because y'all, y'all wouldn't do this with, you know, anyone with yeah. sense. And she's six whatever months pregnant or whatever doing this fucking minstrel show and like you. No, I'm, I'm, I'm saying like with, the, with like just a lot of little things. It's like yeah. they'll, they'll pull like the, you know, like the, uh, the flavor flaves and shit. Like right, they'll, they'll right, do right, that, right, right. You know, yes, as opposed yes. to like. You know, common or something. Yeah. You know, like somebody who actually has like yeah, it all together. This, this motherfucker got too much sense to us to get over on them, so he's gonna fuck with this motherfucker. And that's how it be feeling. I, I I don't know if I'm right or wrong for feeling like that sometimes, but it just be when I sit and I look at who's on the commercial or who like yeah. well, like we've seen this movie before. Like Flavor Flav is destitute. For a while, he was a media darling, though. He was on everything. He was everywhere. Exactly. They did a Comedy Central roast of Flavor Flav. They don't do that for ordinary fucking people. That's what people. I mean. But fast forward 2018, he's piss poor. He probably somewhere trying to sell some dick right now. Like, he's <laughs> fucked around. He's in, he, he's indisposed, as they say when they when the military kills. Such and such is indisposed. When I they blow Chris, your brains out. I remember uh, Chris, <laughs> Chris Rock, one of his big jokes was, he's like, I, I can't, white people, boy. It's like, we got a black man running for president, and y'all really piping up a nigga running around with a Viking helmet. <laughs> like, hey, he was everywhere during that little yeah. Stretch and it's like that's kind of how I feel about her. It's like why are they pu- putting it out like Cardi, 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 Cardi? Because it's like the accomplishments are that she became the she had the number one with Bodak Yellow. Yeah, but it's just like it. it I don't understand. It's that. almost like Sports Center how it's like Sports Center statistics at this point when it comes to her career. Like they're just making up statistics for her to make it seem bigger than what it is. But that's because she has a multi-billion dollar company backing her and when they really push the button, this is what happens. Yeah. You got Warner Music slash Atlantic Recording Company backing her play. So whatever they need to do, they're going to pull all the TV film division, all that shit. They're going to open everything up to her to get shit done yeah like there because it gotta work because this is where the bread is right now like yeah. this, all our bread is on this we if she, cardi was black we're betting on black we gonna double quadruple triple down on this scenario and it gotta work and when the and when a media conglomerate wants something to work it works yeah yeah, I see what you're saying. And you don't realize that you've been fed the hype machine until after it's over you be like damn what happened to such and such but that's because they threw all the shit at you to where it's like you think like oh shit like she really killing it oh man (laughs) (laughs) then then four months later when the shit nowhere to be found you're like damn what happened like damn it's crazy because my girl mom she was like I like listening to like the growth that y'all have like talking or whatever and it's just like it's weird since we started doing this it's like I literally can like secondary and then triple and then quadruple think on situations and come from yeah. to where it's like nothing happens now and I'm just like oh, okay like I always am like something's going because I know that there's puppet pu- pu- pullers yeah, yeah I know yeah. there are string pullers you're smart enough to know better you know I understand that like everything that happens 
has a, a string is accidental. It. Nothing. So it's like everything that happens has a a, a a meaning behind it and why it's going down. And it's just like it 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 something's not right. That's they, more so my joint. They rushed the album out. They realized like, oh shit, she's really pregnant, like visibly pregnant. They rushed the album out to get ahead of the shit, and they just went in the like. Olivia Pope mode, like, yo, we just throwing, we just, you know what I'm saying? We going to throw all these distractions at everybody to distract from the fact that she is pregnant, get the album out, get all of the And I, I feel like that's going to become probably a reality show, her with the baby. Of course. And, and that's, that's more so what I'm saying, like, with the, like, Stevie J, you know, like, him and Jocelyn, when they was the wildest, most ignorant gutter shit on earth, you know how many, you know they had, like, multiple reality shows? Yeah. I didn't know this, because yeah. I didn't, but they had, like, Love and Hip Hop, then their shit, then he had something else, then, and it's just like, that's, that, that, that's more so what I'm saying. Like, it's like reality, sh- the the reality TV shit. We open the door to we, to Pandora's box, and it's never going away because the production cost for that shit is so inexpensive compared to what you can make off Hell of it. Yeah. And literally, nobody on reality TV owns the rights to anything. Even Ti, he might be getting paid way more money per episode to do it than. <laughs> Uncle Stevie But he don't own The rights to shit You Mm -hmm. don't own shit Because at the end of the day All we doing is Filming y'all motherfuckers Doing whatever y'all doing And we gonna chop it up And present it as we see fit It ain't no syndication For reality TV The shit didn't exist Seven years ago So so it's like Where is the light At the end of the rainbow It ain't one You gotta get your bag now And that's just gonna be What it is But it ain't no ownership (laughs) It ain't no residuals You know Uh Yesterday, somebody had posted a video. It was Monique. Um, apparently, Monique hosted a reality show. Yeah, dating show. Oh, no, it was like an etiquette show. Yeah. Wild Charm, Horse. Charm yeah, School, Wild some Horse. shit like Wild that. Wild Dick Suckers. Yeah. Hosted by Monique. But Monique was getting at one of the girls. They was talking about Khloe Kardashian, and they used this clip about it. And it's Monique, and she was like, see, when you do clownery, the clown come back to bite. And I'm like, Monique never made fucking sense when she <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what the fuck that means. But that's what she said. Dead ass. I, I was like so fucking lost. I'm going to pull this up. The clown come back to bite. <laughs> Clowns don't bite, historically speaking. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, that shit was so fucking stupid. I was just lost like shit. But yeah, man. Uh... I honestly don't even know. Oh, here, go right here. Listen to this shit. Steven, you do clownery. The clown comes back to bite. <laughs> like so lost. Come on, sis. Like what? What does that mean? <laughs> That's reality show. <laughs> It's a reality show It's literally It's rabble rousing It's just It's just a bunch of Nonsensical bullshit And then you get to the end Of the episode And then they leave you With a cliffhanger And then they come back And do the same bullshit The next week Yeah It's a never ending cycle They drug out the Kirk Frost and Rashida shit For two and a half seasons Yeah they just now saying that that's his kid. Like, well, nigga, you knew you fucked the bitch raw. You knew it was at least a 50% chance it was your kid. Why are you doing this? Yeah. All this suspense and drama and introducing her ex-boyfriend and this and that. Like, so so is Nikki, real quick, before we get done with this situation, is Nikki dropping a new album? Allegedly. We'll see. Because you know Drake is dropping July 4th. Oh, he is? Take care, too. He, he like posted the joint. The, uh, oh, I missed it. Like the album cover. Yeah, like, yeah. It looks like Take Care One, but he's it's like different. It's like he's okay. sitting in another chair. But yeah, he put posted the joint. Take Care Two, July Fourth. Yeah. 
So, oh, he his first album came out around July for yeah, I think his so. Very first album, yeah. Thank me later came yeah. out around July for. I think it did come out because he said it on there. Yeah, like, but you figure Drake's like owning Drake, honestly, yo, like that's is that's a genius. Him forty, them them niggas is genius. Listen, man. Jimmy Iovine said, if I was still in the music business and I was and I was picking people to run a label. I would tell Drake and Future the Prince, do whatever the fuck you want. He said these are the smartest people in the music industry, hands down, like no doubt about it. Like the and this is the great one of the greatest music executives ever saying this about two young black kids. Well, Drake's half black, but two young black guys from fucking Toronto. Like yo, these are the smartest guys in the music industry. Like the um, Drake literally he dropped. Diplomatic immunity, super rappy. Yeah, getting at buttons, getting at whatever. Then he drops God's plan. That you know, that shit's been number one for eleven, 11 weeks. weeks. It's crazy. <laughs> and now, nice for what's probably about to be number one. It's uh six times platinum. Uh, they said it already surpassed four hundred million views on YouTube. Um, the video aesthetics was fucking crazy. Yeah. Then he hops on the remix to Block Boy JB, gets the streets and fucking. Turmoil Top 5 record With, with uh, Look Alive and Then he does the Nice for what For the ladies In the club To get that aspect And the niggas Like gaming Popping up on the yeah. Get all the nerds going <laughs> It's like He's an evil genius yeah. When it comes to His albums coming out yeah. And I was telling my homie The other day I'm like yo Take care too Like Views did crazy numbers At the way it's looking now Might do 2 million Real shit, like he it, might do two million, and he breaks streaming records every fucking time. He like, it, I, like, take care too. Like, seen, it might put everything. We've away. seen what a Drake album rollout looks like with a big single attached to it. He's about to have three yeah. big singles going into this album. And he ain't like you figured out if it drops July fourth, he still got a whole two months to you know put some other shit, fire up. some more <laughs> shit off. It's just crazy. So fucking a shot a feature or some yeah, shit like that. Like some, he just he just crossing shit off his bucket list at this point. Real talk. Um so anything else with Nikki and the nah, I'm I'm it's just over it? it's I'm over it. It's it's a it's a exhausting scenario because all signs point to this shit work and they should work together and it's just never gonna fucking happen. I mean pretty much. It's just it's, it's just nothing to, it's not even a point of discussion for this show ever again. <laughs> like I don't even care. Uh before we get out of here, the NBA season has closed. <laughs> um <laughs> During the season, we did some predictions for rookie of the year. I predicted Lonzo Ball. I was terribly wrong. I picked ben Simmons. You picked Ben Simmons. You were probably right. right. You were probably. I mean, he's Don. Don them Yeezys was <laughs> so. And he went out there and laid an egg last night. Like honestly, I th- I think he had a great rookie year. Twenty. What do you average? Twenty four and, and four. Twenty four and four or something like that. If Ben Simmons joint, he's got a point with the whole rookie shit. I yeah. get it. Ben Simmons year was just like it, it just it was great, and then it once Embiid went down, it like catapulted him to Mid- where it's like I saw motherfuckers the other day on ESPN like I wouldn't be shocked if Ben Simmons got an MVP vote, and I'm like. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, you got a 16-game win streak when your fucking all-star center yeah, went down. transcendent all-star. It's like, it. I, it's not wild. Like, y'all third in the East over the Cavs. It, it, him getting an MVP vote wouldn't be crazy. Yeah. So it's like... If if that's the like you looking at it from that aspect, he's rookie of the year all day. Yeah. It's no one no way on earth he's not winning. And that. the thing about his game is he's so fucking smooth. I went to the game uh last Friday against the Cavs and just seeing him play and then you look up and it's like, wait, he had a triple double? Like what the fuck? Like I like I didn't see it. Like I'm at the game and I'm just like, yo, I didn't see him score twenty seven. Now when <laughs> we when we did a MVP, were we here when we did that? No, I think we was at the other studio, so yeah. you probably didn't even hear none of this. But like, yeah, when we uh, gave our MVP predictions, I said LeBron. You said I want to say Harden. I think you said James Harden. Yeah, and I st- I think LeBron James deserves it. I know we argued about this the other night. I was going, <laughs> I was, I was, too, yo, listen, because you know I had to put my phone down. I was two seconds off from driving to Rob's. Like, Rob was pissing me off the other night, but I, I. I just think that James Harden, who has missed games, can he cannot play because Chris Paul, they're just that they're just good without him. But Chris Paul missed a lot of games too, though. Very true. My thing is, I don't like Harden. <laughs> well, there, well, there's that. <laughs> there, there we have that. Well, there you have that. <laughs> As your sales manager would say, it's like, did you see Harden's top ten plays of the season? It was terrible. It was hilarious. Did you I see with the foul shots? Yes, man. Did you see it? I cried. It was literally all foul shots. And it's like, <laughs> I, I told Rob, like, when you watch him, he doesn't do anything. And it's like, he just, he draws those dumbass fouls with the hook shit. I hate watching him. My thing is, if LeBron walks off the court, the cat, you saw last night, LeBron yeah, they, played. They go nine and, uh, what is that, nine and 73. He, he, uh, they said it, he, because he wanted to play, you know, uh, What's the coach? Lou Lou didn't want him to play last night. And Brown was like, nah, I want to play. So Lou was like, all right, I'll tell you what. I'll let you play till you get 10 points, you know, for his whole double digit yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. So when LeBron got 10, he took him right out. Yeah. And it's like watching a Cavaliers fast break being led by Osman with uh, the trailer. <laughs> with the trailer of, uh, what's the boy name? The, the big Zizich. Zizich. It's like, woo. <laughs> they look terrible without him out there. And it's like, that's my joint. Like, if Bron come off the court, they're nothing. So that's why I say he's the most valuable to his team. Yeah. I understand the MVP, best player, best team. Cool. That's what it's Yeah, for. I mean, I just think that the MVP is as, is as much of a team impact award as My it thing is, is, and I'm just going off award. of the fact that Russell Westbrook completely fucked all that up last year. Yeah, absolutely. Like, he destroyed it. Like, the, the pendulum swung. It's like, alright, we're not doing best player, best team anymore. We're just giving it to the motherfucker who got the wildest like, yeah, who thing. Who balled out. Yeah. But I think, it's a, I think that to LeBron's detriment, there's a lot of buyer's remorse on Russ's triple-double giving him the MVP because now people realize, like, he got two all-star players on his team this year, and they won zero more games. Well, yeah. <laughs> so it's like his. So his. So the. So it basically shows you the impact, the triple double impact on his team winning in the standings. It doesn't exist. 
to a certain extent. Melo's from, washed. Well, Melo, but Paul George is still regarded as one of the four best two way players in Paul the league. Paul George had a great year this year. Yeah. But the rest of the team, you got to remember, Roberson got hurt, which I think was huge. Oh, yeah. His best perimeter M- defender on the team. Melo's super washed, and no one wants to admit it, Rich. <laughs> like, all the Melo fans don't want to, like, fess up to it. That Melo, like, I tell them the other day, everybody from the 03 draft is done. Melo's done. Bosch is done. Wade is done. Fucking Darko Melichich. Who knows what? He fucking, probably Uzbekistan he's somewhere in Scandinavia <laughs> doing something weird. It's like no one's around but LeBron. They're yeah. all fucking washed. So it's like I think LeBron just for fifteen, the way he played this year, like he played out of this fucking world. And yeah. I feel like if he didn't have that bad stretch in January... It he, wouldn't be nothing to talk about. He would have been... Because they, they would have won... The first 20 games of the year, he was looking MVP. They would have won probably 10 more games, and then now it's like, now you're talking about a fucking 57 or 58 win team. Now exactly. it ain't really nothing to talk about. Exactly. So... I think Harden, as so much as I hate to say it, he's probably— It's a makeup. I mean, it's, it's, it's as much of a makeup call because his numbers last year were more impressive than they are this year, but his consistency of he's been doing this shit essentially every year since he's been to Houston, and his numbers just keep getting more and more did impressive. Mike, did you see Mike D'Antoni about making the finals and shit? Yeah. Did you see that? Like, all right, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I was telling them Sarge said he don't want to play LeBron. They asked Sarge after the game, like, you know, what team do you not want to see in the playoffs? He was like, the Cavaliers. They got LeBron. Like, like, what the fuck? It's <laughs> true. <laughs> he said, Cavs, they got LeBron. I don't want none of that. Yeah, the Bucks, uh, Raptors, all them other guys, give them to me. But the, the Cavs. You know they're going to try to make me guard this motherfucker. <laughs> 48 of minutes of hell. Uh, Russell Westbrook is average. <laughs> He averaged a triple-double for the second season in a row. Correct. I think that's a hell of a feat. Yes. No one's ever done it. You know, no one ever had two seasons doing it. It's great. First time in NBA history. Last year's was crazy. Watching him play like Wilt Chamberlain <laughs> these last two games has been absolutely He was the bad. center. He was the center. He boxed out Melo for a rebound. Like, big box. Yeah. Out. Like, <laughs> Melo's a bull. Melo is six eight and a half, two forty five, 245. And he boxed Melo out yeah. as a six one slender point guard. The, the first game, he, he needed 34. The first game when he got the 17 rebounds was crazy, but he had like 30-something points. So yeah. it was like, all right, whatever. Watching him last night have one point, like, <laughs> that motherfucker wasn't even shooting. Like, he came out there with one goal in mind. I said, this is, I, I was like, this is a joke. And the same question you posed to me, my <laughs> homie posed to me today at work, are you mad at him for doing that? And I'm like, honestly, no. Here's why. I'm not mad at him. They won the games. If they would have went out there and got smoked by 20 in both them games, like, figure the other drone was for the playoff spot. The first time, had he went out there and they lost and now they not making the playoffs, it's like, all right, come on, dog. But they won the games, they got the playoff spot, and they got the Warriors first round. History's not going to remember those last two games either. No, exactly. not at all. It's just going to be the fact that he averaged a triple-double for two years. So I'm not mad at him personally. It's an applaudable. It's just hilarious. It was fucking it's funny. It's just it, funny it, to it, see it, it. it. You don't even got to like sport. My girl was dying <laughs> <laughs> watching this nigga act like Like that. Matt pointed this out to me the other day. The funniest thing to search on Google is Westbrook boxing out Stephen Adams. You ever search? 
<laughs> he like it's pushes a, him out of the way. He yeah. pushes like he's literally ripping down one arm rebounds Dog. from a guy that's seven foot two. Dog. Like how is this possible? Once Adams got paid, he didn't really care. Yeah, yeah same no. thing. Got got rich and stopped trying. Same thing yeah. as Tristan. Real shit. That's just how it go. Hey, so you telling me my check is coming every two weeks consistent? Oh, do whatever you want. It's your team, buddy. <laughs> you been here. Fultz is a clown for being the youngest ever to get a triple. <laughs> he took that rape from Lonzo on some scumbag shit. He's like 19 and like 300 something days. Yeah, hate ball. I didn't know he was that young. Holy fucking shit. Yeah, perks. The sixes are kids. Yeah, perks make you look like you're 45. <laughs> he definitely got like a Webster thing going on in the face. All right, let's do this because we getting ready to get out of here. Playoff predictions. What do you got? As much as I hate to fucking say it, they're looking like Houston about to like take this shit. Like they are the best team. But it's just something about Ruggs weekend and uh and James Harden that like oh. kind of tells me like, you know what? This might not be that, man. Real shit. This might not be that. I think Minnesota gonna make a sneaky run. They got Jimmy back. Yeah. Cat is playing out of his mind. That was a good ass mind. game last night. Them and the Nuggets. Yeah. That shit was lit. Cat that playing out of his mind. I think they're going to make like a little. They're going to they gonna fight. You know what I'm saying? Um, I didn't realize Utah was the four seed. Yeah. They probably Utah balled at one point. Like at one point this year. They had a crazy like win streak. Yeah. They had a crazy win streak. And that's why Donovan, Donovan Mitchell was like, he was, uh, it was making sense what yeah. you were saying. They also had a losing streak once Gobert was out for like three weeks. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Tomato, tomato. Yeah. I'm happy that Utah rebounded, though, with Gordon Haywood and shit leaving and shit. Like, this is the first year in about three, four years where I really don't know. That's what I was telling him before we like, started. I really don't know. Like, if Kyrie was was in with the Celtics, I would be picking the Celtics to go to the finals just because I believe in that team and I believe in Kyrie. And he a dog. And he don't. I believe in Brad he don't have, Stevens. He don't. That, too. And he and Kyrie, Kyrie don't have no quit in him. And Brad Stevens is a smart I told Rob, like, I kind of think Brad Stevens should have got coach of the year last year. But I think if Dan Tony doesn't get it this year for the the best record, yeah, I think Brad Stevens is like because for to lose Gordon Hayward and Kyrie and like y'all shouldn't be winning these games. Yes, like, he just really is. Smart he knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. So, I mean, these injuries is kind of like fucking my whole shit up because my guy is out, Steph is out, so it's hard to pick Golden State. They look like crazy with Katie. I'm so Katie, happy. Katie's been bringing the ball up. I'm I'm so happy that the Thunder got them first round because I told them the Thunder can beat them. Yeah. They can be like, you know how fucking hilarious that would be to see the Thunder beat them in the first round? That would be fucking hilarious. I personally, I'm going to piss people off. I don't care. I'm taking the Cavs. I, I just, I mean, I'm, it's a, it's a I'm, smartest I'm not ready play. to go against a team with LeBron James and Kevin Love on it, playing as good as they've. Kevin Love had a great year this year. Had, honestly, had his best year he's had in Cleveland. Yeah, he just can't stay healthy. And LeBron is just out of this fucking world. Yeah. So, me, it, it falls on the four weirdos. If J.R. <laughs> Smith wants to be J.R. Smith, like, if we got two for 12 J.R. Smith. It's a rat. No. But if you get six for seven J.R., y'all can pack it up. It all is going to fall on J.R. Smith, George Hill, Rodney Hood. I forgot they had George Hill. And honestly, that's how bad George Hill has been. Has this is been my wild him. prediction: Jordan Clarkson is going to win a game sometime during this playoff run. I think he's going to come off the bench and have like a thirty-point game on some old crazy shit. It's just my weird ass prediction. Right. But I honestly, I think it's the Cavs and the Rockets. 
I think the Rockets got this shit this year, man. It's it's hard to go against them, man. They got two, you got two transcendent players that they basically play the same fucking two positions. The one slide, whatever they, whatever position these guys fucking play. My thing is if the Cavs, and they got Eric Gordon too. If the Cavs, if it winds up being the Cavs and the Rockets, which it could be, it could not be. You know, it could easily be the Raptors and the Rockets. It could be the Raptors and the Cavs. Yeah, you know, I mean the Raptors and the Warriors, and you never know. It could be the fucking like the the Trailblazers is right there. So you you. Just just really never know if that shit winds up the Rockets and the Cavs it's just going to be a three point contest yeah. like they're literally just going to be bombing from downtown and it's going to be whoever it's going to be Kevin Love J.R. Hey, Smith got the high hand yeah, it's just going to be them versus Eric Gordon and Hart it's just whoever the fuck feels like hitting the most threes yeah. so I know the playoffs should be entertaining um, I like the Sixers getting past the first round yeah um I mean, they got a path. They have a, a pretty easy path to the Eastern Not Conference. Not pretty title. easy. Not pretty easy. The Celtics is good. And they have trouble with the Bucks. They just kicked the shit out of the Bucks. Last game of the season don't mean that. Right. They literally put me in there for like <laughs> the last six minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like, Track the trailer. <laughs> yeah, the last, the last game never means anything. But, you know, I it's going to be good playoffs. So I'm happy yeah. about that. So, but um, it's been a good show. Yeah, we had a very good conversation in the middle. We definitely of it. did. Um, I was gonna fuck up some questions. We ran out of time. At some point, we'll I, get back to some I questions. I haven't even opened it. <laughs> we got six new dots in there. So, the one I'll tell you what. Over this next week, I'll just pull them out and like screenshot what I want to do. All right, because I'm not going through all this. <laughs> I'm not going through this shit. But um. What was I going to say? We're going to do the sneaker episode. Sponsored by Kicks USA. Uh, sneaker Phil is supposed to come on the show. We're supposed to be doing that next week. We'll see. If not, okay. then, you know, if everybody's schedule matches up. And, um, you know, we're going to have some people call in and some stuff like that. We're going to have some giveaways. Like, yeah. it's going to be like a cool fucking show. We're going to have, uh, we're going to do a special old versus new NBA episode. <laughs> going to have my old head, Nate, Carl, Rob, a <laughs> bunch of motherfuckers up here for that. Um... What else? What else? Um, anybody out there know Oskino? Tag Oskino to the realest podcast ever. We need to get Oskino on this podcast. He's been bombing on Neef Buck for uh, 10 days straight. Oh, yeah, we didn't even get into that. Yeah. <laughs> He's been going crazy. What is their whole shit over? Hey, it's, it's silly shit. Nigger shit. Nigger shit. Yeah. Silly nigger shit. But, uh,. Anything else? Come to Vanity Grand this weekend. We got Chief Key Friday, Lil Dirk Saturday. You get your tickets, vanitygrandphilly.com. I'll be there, but don't speak to me. It's nothing I can do for you. I'll be at the dog park Saturday, but um, <laughs> it's I'll, be, lit. I'll be back playing poker Sunday, staring at white women. <laughs> don't come fucking near me while I'm in there. Don't bring your hatred up the nah, back. Keep your hatred away from me. That's it. I'm out. Peace. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows 
from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.